What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I'm sorry. It's not my name anymore, Greg. They call me the champion now. Sweet Subtleine there. <laughs> it was right in arm's reach, yeah. right where you wanted. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, Nick is holding up the kind of funny Nintendo World Championship, which he beat me for yesterday in a game of 1-2 Switch uh, Zen, which is basically yoga. He beat you in Zen. I should have. I, I made them. That's the pure one, Tim Gettys. Hello, that's him most. Uh, this is our special guest, Jeff Kanata. Hey, hey guys. Hey Jeff, Hi. how are you? Thanks for thanks for inviting me here. This is lovely. Oh, thank, thank you for Jeff, coming. Because you're a special guest, you may touch the belt. Get away from me. Uh, uh, this is, a, this is an amazing it. piece of hardware. I, this yeah, is. This, yeah. For the record, Jeff. Custom made. I've always been the Nintendo World Champion here. Well, now Tim doesn't always. seem like Tim, now, Tim had the title yeah, for always. an embarrassingly short, like 15 second title reign at Sydney. I give Dick, myself Sydney. at least 25 seconds. On okay, that okay, okay. Before. And then no, I made the mistake the of I said I needed challengers on the morning show, so I challenged Nick to see if he wanted to challenge me. And then I said you could pick the one two switch game. And I thought we'd do the milking game. I right. thought we'd do something. And he immediately stopped on the yoga one. And I forgot that he does yoga. And he fucking. Am I me. allowed to point me. out that you're you're judging all of Nintendo? A world championship based on one two switch is that well we it's it's, it's, it's a rotating it's, it's gone up yeah. in the mario kart ah, okay. was, there was Fair multiple enough. back and forth with some mario kart 8 no right. there's never there's no back and forth i always had it through yeah, that. i guess you're well at let's play live i don't remember exactly what happened there you was were going fuckery. to win but then i spit peppers on kevin That's and stuff happened. and like yeah yeah, yeah. Got away. I got hey wrong. jeff how are you like stretch <laughs> how you doing I'm doing good doing good guys jeff if people don't know you what's the what's the elevator pitch for jeff canada Oh, elevator pitch. Um, well, I started out as a child. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a long elevator ride, right? <laughs> We're going uh, up 400 floors. <laughs> uh, no, um, totally rad show maybe from the, from the old days. Uh, I do a few shows now, including uh, DLC on the 5x5 network. I do uh, the Slash Filmcast at SlashFilmcast.com. And I do, uh, we have concerns with Anthony Carboni. Don't like that guy. I never heard of him. Never heard yeah, of him. no, yeah, I yeah. don't either. And mm. also wish I hadn't. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you. You're, it's one of those, you've been one of the most requested guests, I think. Is that so? Yeah. People oh, are always so trying to get us together. Delighted to hear that. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. And it's funny, like, I, 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 we'd been in, obviously in the same ecosystem forever, but I yeah. felt like I never really hung out with you. I, we met in passing this, that, and the other right. until I went down to do We Have Concerns with You and Anthony. Which was an awesome episode. If people haven't heard that, you did actually two episodes with us, mm. a regular episode, and then we did a, a fun sort of like looking into you and your life. And you got really, sure. you were really honest about some really cool stuff. And it was a, an amazing episode i was really touched by that oh, thank yeah. you so much yeah. yeah i was i was blown away by when i went down there how good you guys were if that oh. makes sense like you it does surprise people well it's just the way of like <laughs> when we do this i mean like i think for us we're together and we do so many shows together you don't think about how all right it's we're going live and you turn it on and do that thing yeah you know even when we turn it on that means nick is going to say butthole he's going to be gross he's going to reference colin's mom i'm sorry mm. again you need to refer to me as either champion. I have to call you every time. The champion. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't That's say just more, Nick anymore. The champion, if you were in a Nick formal circumstance, you have it's the, it's like the Ustedes. All right. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> it's the Ustedes. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but it's just us cranked up, whereas you guys got like really professional in like in terms of like your rhythm and everything uh -huh. else. You guys were dynamite. You're awesome. Thanks. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I, I think that's the weird thing is I think you guys probably have experienced this, that you, you can like find people where you just, that just happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's people where you have the right same rhythms with. Right, and right. Anthony and I found that like the first time we did a show together. Mm -hmm. And it's cool when you find those people in the yeah, world. You definitely, know? definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you have, uh, on. I think they call that chemistry. Yeah. Ah, yeah. that's what they call it. They got yeah. that yeah. Yeah, chemistry. Yeah. Now, champ. 
before before we go any further into this episode, I feel like we need to address the other elephant in the room. Kevin? No, no. Kevin's oh, what more. What, wait, what was it? he? Was the manatee? Manatee. <laughs> Isn't that his spirit animal on Hunter Pence's wedding? <laughs> they got, yeah, the less formal version of that's the sea cow. Sea cow. Yeah. What's uh? uh we what's talked up? about this earlier. Just the fact that it happened oh, again. No. We're wearing the oh. exact same shirt and we're sitting next to each other. They I say like if it. you can't be it. You oh fuck! Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it! If you didn't know, this is the game over, Greggy Show. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny, where you can get every episode early, along with a bunch of exclusive. I perks totally forgot about that. I thought you were laughing about Kevin like yeah, fucking shredding fucking a box <laughs> over there in the intro. That box no, needs shredding. That's just white noise at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that anymore. No, yeah, no, yeah they okay. Can't hear yeah, it's better the they can hear it. We, we can, can hear it. Yeah, you guys got it, though. We I had it, yeah, but then job. me and Nick what just started busting up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Me and the champions started busting up. Thank you, for Christ's sake. I didn't work this hard it's gonna to take, It's going to take a while for me to insert it. You got to get the early episodes, get a bunch of perks and goodies and awesome things, just like our Patreon producer, Salem. Ghanem El Ghanem did. Thank you for your support Once over again, there. Once again, coming through. Yeah, the homie, as Tim would say. The homie. The homie. How, mm-hmm. how close to your name do you think you're getting? His name do you think you're getting? We're not, because there was a show where I played him off of DM saying his name, and it wasn't how we say it. But now that's his name. Well, okay. <laughs> how, much money, how much money does he have to donate to get his name right? Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> if you got no money to donate, no big deal. You can go to YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny, where we put the show up topic by topic, day by day, until it goes up as one big MP3 and video. The following Friday, Jeff Kanata. Yes, as the special guest, we start with you. Oh boy, what would you like to talk a lot about? Of pressure. Uh, you know, I don't know. You guys kind of stumped me, and I and then I was thinking I could talk about being a dad because that's mm, new in my yeah. life. We're not How dads. new is it? Well, that we know of, Nick. Uh, why you? Look, all right, fair. <laughs> Does he have to? He he can call you Nick. He can, I have to he's call. He's on you. my training team. <laughs> like he's in my corner. He's my cut man. He's that's the, my. That's he's, my the, he's actually my my cut. We're in a stable man. together. We're like so, tag team champions. So you're able to use the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got the two. You got the two. The two. How 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 recent is this fatherhood? Uh, in four days, my son will be six months old. Oh wow! So oh, wow. it's pretty recent. Super super fresh. Super fresh. That's what we call him. We call him a little super fresh. <laughs> oh, you're still hot out of the oven. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's amazing. Um, and and the weird thing is, I was never one of those guys that was like I'm gonna be a dad someday i'm definitely gonna be a dad someday i was never sure that's mm-hmm. what my life was gonna hold so you weren't were you against it ever or was it just that you're like, eh. i mean my mom literally thought i was never gonna be a, a dad only because i would always say i'm never gonna be a dad yeah. sure. that, that's one that's but you uh, we kind of like, like let expectations be low you know yeah. set them low and then and then you know mom will be kind of funny surprised. we know all about yeah. setting them right. low. yeah no, but I've I've had that conversation by the way because we don't have kids either. I've been married right. for five years now, and so it, there's that weird point where you're like, you know, we're not thinking about kids, right? and your mom's like, it it gets yeah. more intense at every time you have that conversation. Do you have siblings? I have a brother. Does he have any kids? No. And that's, See, that's I I had the 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 not that he knows the that. sister that took the pressure off a little bit. Oh, okay. I have nephews, um, okay. yeah, which was nice. Um, but uh, my mom has has these friends uh, like there are seven of them that she's had since she was in high school. It's amazing. They meet every other, they've been meeting together 60 years. It's like, it's wow. insane. That's awesome. Yeah, all of, they're amazing. They're like best friends. And um, they all had, obviously all had kids, many, many kids. And uh, there were only two that hadn't gotten married and had kids. Mm. One was me and the other was gay. Mm. So it was like, 
I was I was there was the always a question sheep. about yeah, you. There, yeah, probably a lot of them. <laughs> They're like, he um, looks really good in a Henley. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so when I, that finally happened, that was like big, big deal. But anyway, I was never that guy, right? I was never like, I'm, it's definitely gonna happen. I, it's, it was never a life goal. It was always like, sure. well, maybe, but. So this and is that, fascinating for me because I'm 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 in that boat right now where I just don't feel, like I have friends that have been like it's a foregone conclusion I'm going to be a dad right I'm always going to be a dad right yeah. I I don't think about it and it's not that I dislike children that much it's just <laughs> that I just every day wake up and think that's something that you should think is sorely lacking in your life right and I just don't have that I don't have that right um and because I, I feel like I've seen my friends who kind of like no one will ever say. Or, or admit that they feel obligated to do it, right? Like you're getting married and the woman wants it. You're like, and then you have the kid. You're like, I love this kid. This kid's the most amazing thing. Ever. They're never going to admit to you that like part of them wishes that they could just p- go back to playing video games and eating Taco Bell instead of having real responsibilities. Well, there is part of me that does. Really? You know, I mean, times. I, I, I love my son. I wouldn't trade him for the world. But there's there are times when it's like, fuck, my life has changed so much in yeah. such a short period of time. And yeah, do I want to just sit around and, and eat Taco Bell and play video games all day. Yeah, I do very much. But, um, you know, it's amazing how much the, the responsibility doesn't feel like responsibility. It's Mm. weird. It's Mm. a weird thing where I should say, step back and just say for a second, this conversation is probably going to be a lot of cliches because the one thing I found out is all the cliches are true. Yeah. And it's stupid. It's stupid because if I was listening to me, I would be like, if I hear that, I heard that a million times. The responsibility doesn't feel like responsibility because so. But it's like, <laughs> no, it's true, man. It's like the, the shit that everybody says, it, which is, you fall in love with this kid, and everything is different. You're looking through the whole world in a completely different prism, and I'm crying at google ads on tv <laughs> all that shit that you hear that is a cliche yeah, to be fair greg cries at the drop of a fucking dime well so that's why i always like you i'm a crier i'm a crier yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. make fun of us now tough guy tough guy <laughs> that's tough just, champ i gotta say that in my apologies <laughs> <laughs> can't call you a guy either all right fine um yeah anyway no i mean it's it 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 changes. It when changed. did you know? When did you know when you when you were with your wife, or when you met your wife, or where was that? I mean, it, it was. Uh, I finally did meet someone that I could see having kids with. That yeah. was like a big change, yeah. and I knew it was important to her. Um, and that you know was not insignificant, but also, I had had a lot of long term relationships that I could not see having a kid mm. in that relationship. Mm, sure. You know, sure. And I always thought like it's that's that's kind of fine, right? If, if that's where I end up and I'm with someone forever and neither of us want to have kids or it just doesn't feel right. That's fine. That, it was never, like I said, it was never a yearning that you, you know, I right. need a child. I need right. a son. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been with your wife before the baby then? Uh, we were married a year and we were dating three years or yeah, three years before the kid was okay. born. So yeah, it wasn't, it, we, we got, it happened pretty quickly. Um, was you know, the sex different the time that it happened? Did you know the time that it happened? Well, we were trying. Explain to us all the times you've had sex with your wife. Uh, you know what? It'd be, it'd be easier just to show you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it, you know, I, this is weird. I didn't expect to say this, but I saw this um, Charlie Rose interview years ago, like when I was uh, in high school or early college, and it was with uh, Norman Mailer. And Norman Mailer had this philosophy that like, the sexual energy that you 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 put into the making of a child gets like transferred into the kid, 
And I always thought it was always in the back of my head. Like if I ever have kids, I want it to be fucking awesome. I want it to be like <laughs> that time is it's we're making a we're kid. Doing it. <laughs> I'm putting it all in there, baby. Like, like I imagine Tim's would be a Disney fireworks show. Yeah, yeah. Behind yeah. It and, like, a fucking electric light parade. Cisco yeah, comes in. <laughs> I was always confident, uh, you know. And but then you get you get to the point where you're like you're trying, and your and your wife's like, well, now is the time where you know it's. That's another thing. It is, yeah. When I was a kid, I thought. If I brushed up against a girl the wrong way without a condom sure. on, baby happens, which yeah. is like, it's really hard to get a baby to come in, in there, to yeah. arrive in there. It's yeah, not yeah. easy. There's yeah. only a very short window. How but, long were you trying? Uh, we, were, we weren't trying super, I mean, we, I, it was, you know. Your boys like, These cannot yeah, achieve. Yeah. No, it was, um, it, we weren't trying very long, but it was like, you know, she was aware of like, the okay, here's our it. window. And, and she goes, you know, like, okay, now's the time. And I'm like, I'm not gonna just like, do it to do. We gotta. Yeah. The energy has to be right, man. Let me get these. Yeah. Let me get these candles lit. Let me get the candles exactly. lit first. Yeah, let me get the uh, music. She's set, like, it's click, time is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I've, I've had friends like that, and obviously, like guys are guys. Like we're all macho and stuff. But some right. of my friends are like, it's it's to a point where I do at some point like feel a little bit like I'm just. Like they yeah. called fucking Uber and I showed up right. to like deliver something and then you leave like you're a piece of meat. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, it's, Especially it's, if it's certainly like, it true. It takes longer than a few months. But. Yeah. And if yes, because uh, th that's the thing you don't realize when you're young and you're terrified of, you know, babies. babies. Yeah. And legitimately. So like, I'm glad I was because I, you know, was very safe. But what you the, the big lie is like it can happen anytime, you know, because yeah. it can't happen anytime. No. But having said that, I'm really glad I, you know, was yeah, safe I and I wouldn't recommend anyone I was going to say, not. so you're saying everybody can just fuck without <laughs> yeah. condoms right no, but now. but it's like there's a very small window when it actually can make a baby. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, but for kids, obviously. Right. They're dumb. Right. As am I. Yeah. Well, the, the, so, the irony is that that small window is the exact time when the girl is like most ready to go. Because yeah. like science and nature is telling her like, let's do in, this. Like, yeah. yeah. So, so that's why it happens, tends to happen. But. You know, it's not it's not a foregone conclusion that's going to happen. Anyway, so we were trying, and uh, um, I still, you know, there's, it's a, it's really scary, you know, and, and your wife is pregnant, and and you're like, I'm constantly wondering about how the world is going to change, how my world is going to change, and you know, uh, we're, we're guys that play video games for a living, yeah. right? It's it's not um, exactly dad material traditionally, and it's not exactly a lifestyle that's conducive to raising a kid. Um, I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I'm gonna find out. But <laughs> but thanks like for testing though. the waters first. <laughs> I feel like it is because I feel. I mean, I don't know how you guys' parents were, but like my parents' generation was like my mom basically took care of us, and my dad worked 24 seven. Right. And like when he'd come home from work, he would eat like change, eat dinner with us, and then go up to the office, the office, and work more. Right. And so I feel like it can't possibly be a bad thing that your dad's really into video games and like loves that it loves nerd culture and like loves movies and loves all these things that like you're probably going to be addicted to when well you're here's what i'm i've been thinking about that it's funny i've had this conversation a couple times with my friends my dad loved cars loved mm. working on cars mm. he was a child of the mm. 50s my dad too go out to the workshop fucking build a car let's look in the magazine at the sweet ass cars that i couldn't give less of a shit about cars I do not like cars. I'm not into cars. My dad so often when I was growing up, come out to the garage. We'll work on the car. Every Saturday, my dad's like, I'm going to go cut the grass. You want to come out there? You want to tinker with this? No, I don't do anything. Nothing sit here, play this. sounds less fun to me. Yeah. 
So my worry is that yeah. like it's all gonna come yeah. around, and I'm gonna and be your like, kid's gonna be like, can I get a can player I get a baseball? two? Yeah. yeah, and he's yeah. gonna be like, no, dad, like, no, I'm fixing my brakes right now. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. See, for me, I had the same experience. My dad was one of those guys that like never like it broke his fucking heart if he had to take the car and just get serviced because yeah. he felt like he could do it himself. Right, mine right? too. And so he would always, but the the, the draw for me was always, or, or the, the the line I had to draw in the sand was always like, if it involved physical exertion. I didn't want to do it. And <laughs> right. so the car was always like, I have to listen to my dad talk. I have to get under a car. There has to be some jacking that's happening. I'm going to get dirty. I don't want any of this. Yeah. I feel like it's And I usually love with, jacking. I, yeah. I mean, every day. If it gets dirty, <laughs> it gets dirty. But I, but I feel like it's an easier sell to kids these days. Where you're like, you get to stay indoors. It's air conditioned. You can drink and eat at the same time. The laziness just, angle. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, it's relaxed. It's relaxed. And what I tell myself to try, because that is my, my nightmare. That I'm gonna have a kid, and yeah, yeah like totally. Kid's gonna be a lawyer. Let's go play soccer. Let's do all this. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, man. God damn it, where'd I go wrong? I and I, I don't, can't speak for you. I can speak for my own father, who was like that. But like, my dad was like, he was a great dad, still is a great dad. Uh, but I mean, like, he wasn't like, let's talk about our feelings or any of that stuff and blah blah. blah. And I feel like. I'm going to be so much more of a friendly father than like my father who was the, f the father. You know what I mean? And my mom yeah. was, my mom is the one who we did hang out and we would go, you know, bless her heart. She'd fucking drive me all over goddamn DuPage County looking for justice league action figures. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like I was like, and yeah. that was like, she didn't care, but she was interested in hanging out with me and doing that. And my she tried would, to play a game. My with mom me. would stand in line at comic conventions and like flirt with, uh, you know Todd McFarlane yeah, yeah, yeah. and Rob uh, Liefeld and you yeah, know, get yeah. you know get an autograph on a thing and they're like she's like it's for my kid and they're like oh yeah yeah and like that was the thing where Comic Con like that the one thing where me and my father I think really came together in terms of interest was he was a collector still is collects all these antique bottles and Coke memorabilia and so when I fell in love with comics you know he would take me to the comic shop and then every year when Chicago Comic Con which became Wizard World would come around which became C2E2 we would go to it and he would just for hours walk with me and I, like he's got no interest in any of these comics but he was excited to see me collecting and trying to find different things yeah where my dad and I finally connected was was with computers because it, okay. it he was an engineer as well and a, and a big nerd but I think his my version of under the hood was under the hood on a computer, yeah. you know, like I, and we bonded there. Like I wanted to put together a PC and I wanted to, I taught myself basic and I wanted, you know, I, that was where I nerded out and he, he and I would go to, um, you know, Bay area, uh, swap meets with, you know, the old, the old computer fairs, you know? Wow. Yeah. And, and I would, you know, thumb through all the shareware titles and get all excited. And we'd look at, you know, all the new, you know, I'd, I'd save up for a, uh, CGA video card. I mean, I'm a little older than you guys, but uh, yeah, it, it, that's that's where we bonded. It was like my version of working on a car was mm. was computers. Mm. You know. Now here's something that I, I, I've been kicking around, and I want to know where you come down on this. And I guess for your background, I'm very similar to you in the way of like I was with Nick forever. Of like I'm not having kids. I'm never having kids. Like this is I. I, was, I you ever see the movie Family Man with Nicolas Cage? Sure. Yeah. I remember that. I remember watching that in <laughs> high school. And like when he, he like if you don't remember it, he's like fucking super rich, has a great car. This girl shows up in like lingerie to fuck him, but then he gets like knocked on the head, and he you know dreams yeah. the whole life he would have had with Taya Leone if he never left. And then he wakes up, and that woman's back at the door. I'm like, don't leave. Like what are you doing? Like you can't. And I was like, I'm never having kids based on that movie. Right. Like that was the story. That was what I. <laughs> Took away. Miller, I'm like, I don't want to do that at all. Never base your life on anything, like any movie that Taylor Leone was in. <laughs> Taylor Leone's awesome. I thought you were going to go Nick Cage because yeah. that's well, no, even scary. The champ over here bases his life on The Rock. You don't have to worry about Fair that. Enough. But then it was that, you know, I met my current girlfriend, Jen or whatever. And like on that first date, she said, you know, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, you know, I think, you know, maybe I want to have two kids or whatever. And I remember my head going, okay. 
And then I was, yeah. and then in my own head, I'm like, wait, what? Like, wait, well, it's a amazing when you meet the right person, right? Right, yeah. exactly. And that's what I've, I came, you know, the next few days came to grips with thinking about it was the fact that I guess I just not, you know, no, not no offense to my other long-term relationships are just like, that wasn't where I should have a kid. And this woman is who I should have a kid with. And that's yeah. what this relationship is. And so now it is that thing though, where, and I granted we live in small San Francisco apartments, but now we're to the point where I, and I don't know how far out kids are or whatever, but like when I'm in target or something and I see really cool, like Legos and stuff, I'm like, should I buy this and start storing like the cool Superman <laughs> stuff? Cause I, I tell you what I, I was back no. in, I was in back in Missouri years ago. It will be there when the kid, comes. I was there back in Missouri years ago and with my, one of my best friends from college who's, you know, family. And she has now, with three children but at the time too and we, they are these fucking let's go play sports let's get who wants to go in the back and throw baseballs at me i'm like i yeah. brought a, a vita don't you want <laughs> to would you like to see <laughs> would you like to would you like Catch to see freedom wars in their defense you brought a vita hey fuck you oh, <laughs> but we went fired. to this we went to the walmart and like you know it's a sprawling walmart that I, we don't get to see here anymore and like we're walking down they want to go look at baseball bats like, right, and we're walking and then we cut down one of the toy oh, aisles nerds. and it was i stopped and looked at it and and it was my dream when I was a child of it was like not Fisher Price, but like those like smaller kid toys. You know what I mean? Those middle ranges. And it was every fucking DC character. And I'm yeah. talking like super like anti monitor and stuff. I'm like, this is like I remember I will never forget Tim. Yeah. In this issue of Superman when he still had long hair after mm -hmm. the death. Right. He was fighting somebody and they broken through the wall and there was all these Superman toys on the wall. And I was like, that's the world I want to live in. I don't care that I might get crushed by a monster yeah, <laughs> smashing into the toy store, I but I toys. want that. And then to see that, I was like, fuck. And I haven't seen that display since. And I'm like, fuck, I should have bought them all. <laughs> I should have bought them all right there and just had oh them. Oh my God. Have we mentioned how Kevin's hair kind of looks like Superman? Yeah. When he came back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I like, mean, it like is. there was that death of like when I, when Superman came back. I want to see Kevin like, do a fucking jacked up cosplay. Of yeah, he does have. Yeah. But I mean, if, I mean, if we're talking about people oh. who look like things, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, here we go. Sorry about this, Jeff. Like I mean, uh, <laughs> sweet Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, down. I'm wearing the same shit. Yeah, I did not do that on purpose. It's this. It's, it's the wedding ring. It's yeah, the five o'clock shadow. I, like, not, I swear to God, I didn't wear this shirt for that reason. That is really weird. At home, he's holding up a statue of Nathan Drake. I'm holding up yeah. the Uncharted 4 Nathan Drake statue. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. It's weird. I forget. That I you've done. Shit. Did you do cosplay or a Halloween costume? I did a Halloween I costume yeah. a while back. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, you look That's great. awesome. Thank you. No problem. There you go. I'll put it back Get that away from my belt. Thank you. Sorry, champ. Don't let it happen again. So then. What's been, I know Kevin's yelling, so I'm yelling. Because Kevin will yell when I'm not by the uh, microphone. So what, it was so, I mean, six months in, like. Yeah, um, it's been awesome. I mean, it is, it is a complete life change, right? I, I, I tell people that I realize where the term babysitting comes from. Because that's all you're doing with a baby. Yeah. You're mm. sitting. Mm. That's all. I spend hours just, I'm sitting right now. What am I doing? I can't do anything else. I'm just sitting and making sure it's not dead. Mm. You know, but um, he, he's awesome, dude. And I've become that guy that I hate. Uh, I'm sure you guys have all been with with people that have kids where like you're in a conversation with them and they're like, yeah, no, stop it. I, I'll go over there in a second and I'll get, you know, they're like half yeah, in the yeah, conversation yeah, yeah. with you and half not. And I've, I always bug the shit out of me. I do that. I'm the guy where, where I'm like, oh, I got pictures. Do you want to see pictures of my kid? Yeah. I got, How much has your Instagram changed? Stuff. Oh, it. I'm sure I've lost many, many Instagram <laughs> followers because it's like all my kid now. Yeah. But in my defense, he's adorable. <laughs> I mean, he's adorable. Well. Uh, and and it's 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 awesome. The thing, the biggest thing 
that surprised me is that I thought, okay, but when he when he can talk and we can have conversations and I can show him video games yeah, and yeah. comic books and stuff, it's gonna be great. Like I can't wait for that. It's gonna be awesome. But until then, mm. probably gonna be bored, probably yeah. gonna be like eh. Not the case at all. Yeah. Like the thing that surprised me is how much fun he is before he can communicate, you mm -hmm. know, before we can, we can have a conversation because he's still got personality. I can still make him giggle and laugh and he's still doing stuff and figuring out his hands and figuring out the world. And I mean, I know you guys have heard all, all these cliches before, you know, watching a kid like discover the world in front of you, but it, it, it is really incredible. It is really an incredible thing. And I've become that, that guy I never thought I would be that just like wants to hang out with my kid. Like I'm here at GDC this week. I miss my kid. Yeah. You know, I truly miss him. I like, I want to go and hang out with him. Um, what's his name? Jack. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Jeff and Jack. I like that. <laughs> That'd be great. What's his name? He's like, I can't remember. I'm not clear like on the, anyway. So yeah. are you, are you still in the stage where like, I feel like you talk to new parents and they all eventually turn that corner where it goes from everything that's happening. They're on pins and needles. They're terrified. They're checking if he's in the breathing in the crib and all that yeah. stuff. Is well, it? It's the moment when you buy a new phone and you don't want to rip off the thing yet. Cause it's like, it's so new. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. like yeah. raising yeah. a child. Definitely. Like, rip it off? Super like new phone. I actually installed a new app on him <laughs> and he is so much cooler. The new now. firmware <laughs> update's pretty yeah. dope. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, definitely. It has, it has, there were, I, can't even tell you how many times I checked to see if he was breathing yeah, in the yeah. like first month, you know, where you, 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 your nightmare is, is that you did something and, or you weren't looking at the right moment. But yeah, I, I mean, I've chilled a little bit. There's, he still sleeps in the same bed in the same room with us, not in the same bed, but in the same room with us. Um, so, you know, we're not completely ready to, yeah, yeah. you know, but Give yeah. him his own apartment or anything. I mean, if if he can afford it in this economy, but uh, you know, you got to get that job, get that jobby job. Um, yeah, but you know, figure out his hands work first, and then he can get that job. Yeah, well, you know, come on, buddy, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, no, that's on. what I say. Time is money. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's it's changed a little yeah. bit. It, you, I definitely. There's another thing too, which I maybe you guys can relate to is um, my sister had kids and I've had friends that have kids and there's always been that moment of like, you want to hold the baby? And I want to be like, Ooh. no, I'm, I'm going to break it. I'm not, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. As soon as I had a kid, I was just like scooping him up and um, feeling comfortable holding him. And are you doing, can you do wrestling moves to him yet? Like do you a little scared? bit, I can like hold him upside down yeah. and yeah. He, he has, you know, he has the neck strength now to be able to like handle that yeah. stuff. Uh, and I'm really excited about, you know, have you around. done Lion King yet? Have you held him up? Oh, no. yeah. like every morning. Shut up. Oh, I just do Superman all over the house, man. Yeah. It's super baby and yep. flying. He the thing that's crazy is babies can like hold their bodies horizontal, like eat very easily. They have, they, <laughs> well, they're so I, small. They, I couldn't do that. Real people. Yeah. What we talked about earlier, the proportions, yeah, are, the all proportions are all wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All Greg earlier was talking about fighting babies. So just be careful. But, oh, but I know yeah, baby would kick the shit out of I, that. I believe <laughs> <laughs> clearly this gene pool. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Congratulations. It's great. I recommend it. It's a weird thing. Uh, it's, you know, it's not something you'll ever feel ready for as I yeah. didn't, I didn't even, you know, as we were like getting close to the day, I, I was really scared, you know, I was like, Oh man, I don't know what this is going to be like, but it's cool. And, and the priorities change, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, did I put 45 hours into horizon zero dawn? You're damn right. I did. But I also, you know, hung out with my kid every night yeah. and like, you so know, the sleep is gone. You just gave sleep up is sleep. gone. Yeah. Sleep is pretty much gone. But you know, I've all, I was also a guy who loved sleep and now I, uh, 
can survive with less somehow. Oh, God. So I don't know, you love sleep scary. more than anybody I know. I love sleep so much. But I don't Gia know loves babies. Gia does love babies. It's scary. Yeah, it's really scary. I'm just pretending that's not a thing until gotcha. Okay, great. Forced upon <laughs> me. Awesome. I mean, are we all these these like uh, man children, right? Yep. That are like don't want to. We don't want to grow up. Yeah. I, I was. I'm right there, man. Right. I think all of us are in some way, yeah. just based on what we do, where it's like, all we want to do is the things we like to do. Right? Yep. I, I hate oh, the responsibility of the adult shit. You want to do? No, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah. Mm. But we yeah. have that luxury now, right? Like we don't have, we don't need to like uh, repopulate the species. We don't need to worry about like our tribe continuing. We, we can, you can just fucking do the exact same thing you're doing right now in perpetuity and there's zero consequences for it. So it's like, it is fascinating. And I see this a lot too, or like, especially myself where I'm like, if I wasn't like, because my wife has not, never wanted kids and I'm okay with that. It's kind of the opposite of what you're talking about, right? Where I see myself just living with her and traveling with her for the rest of our lives being totally happy. That's a pretty amazing life. But like, I don't know. I, I do question that. So I'm like, I'm like, what would it be like? Am I on that line? If I met someone that was like, I'm super into kids, would I be like, oh, okay, let's do that? Or would I be like, oh, I don't know. This is making me totally uncomfortable. And. And I'd have to like look inside myself. I just don't know. It's do you ever weird. think that there you like wake up and you're 65 and you're like, I wish I had a kid. I wish there was someone. There's some part of me that thinks that I will at some point. Yeah. So I, the pressure is not here for me. Because I guess, you know, as guys, we don't really ever feel that that pressure of like we need to do this now. Yeah. Um, but I just always when I look th- the, down the road, I always assume that I would like and I'm not joking. When I say it's like adopt or oh, wow. have That's some great. other relationship like that in my life. I just I don't I just don't think about it. I, there's a part of me that thinks that, um, you know, adults who who don't have kids can live like superhumans because you have like all of this disposable income yeah mm-hmm. you have complete freedom you can go anywhere on the drop of a drop of a hat there's something magical about that you would think though but here's the problem all of your friends have kids yeah, yeah. so all, the only people you can hang out with is each other and this is what my wife and right. I are now discovering is that yeah. like thank God I have these guys but as soon as these guys start growing up and and he doesn't you know, call us on the weekends we don't hang out with them. I don't want to well, see you guys hang out a lot but the <laughs> the, uh, the that's the, that's the thing I wonder is like at 65 and you're having like this Christmas where you're like did you open your present yeah did you open mine yeah, yeah. and and now let's now here's the thing here's the don't turn Christmas into this no no here's the here's the flip to it though is the fact that I hear you on that and I understand how that would be a thing. And you know, when I thought I didn't want kids, that was something I would think about, but it's also the flip of, I feel like I'm a bad son. Like I don't go home enough. And I wonder if the, the life I lead of traveling the world and doing this and being super busy out here and like literally being that song. (laughs) Oh, you know what I mean? Of cats in the cradle is like, is that more painful for on my parents? You know what I mean? That I'm not there. Do you want to know how you'll be a way better son? Sure. Have kids. Yeah. You will become the best son. Because A, you want the help, <laughs> and B, like uh, come visit the, for it, a year. Yeah, it, you become. You know, there's that th- there's that thing where you're around your parents where it's like it's awesome for a little while, but then at a certain point you're like, okay, well I've run out of things to do and say, and I just I kind of want to just back to my. We're life. just killing time yeah. to, between meals. <laughs> you know what fills all that time? Yeah, a kid. Yeah, because it's just a ma- it's a, every, They're excited to be there. The, the, you know, your parents are excited to have it in, in your life. You're excited to sort of see them with your kid. Mm. It's just, and there is this wonderful familial thing that happens mm. and you just become a better, like I talk to my parents way more now than yeah. I ever did. Interesting. Interesting. Now I know we're getting long on this topic, but I have one more question for you. Is, is, was any part of it, 
like at any part of your career or your or or uh, like did that play into your mental state of saying like well I haven't like I want to accomplish these things mm-hmm. first before I do this because I feel like I get stuck in that rut too where I'm like I have these grand ambitions for myself these big goals one day I'm gonna leave all these losers behind I'm gonna take everyone's Nintendo championship belt yeah I was gonna throw it but I'm not gonna no but I always but I do feel that where I'm like I can't even imagine doing the things that we do right now and yeah. having a kid like I can't yeah I can barely take care of myself I can barely motivate myself to go do the things that I think I should be doing in life and then I look at, and I look at all my other friends that have kids and I'm like I don't know how you do anything. I don't know how you even go to work with yeah. this kid. Like I go to my friend's house that has two kids. And when one's like bouncing up and down, trying to like shot catapult itself out of <laughs> a little baby Bjorn fucking thing. Yeah. The other one's over there eating wood chips. Right. Like, and they're, they're just letting him. They're, they're like trying to kill yeah, themselves. They're literally trying to fucking yeah. just like see what will get a rise out of mom and dad, which <laughs> right. is what it is. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, how at the end of the fucking day, do you sit down and try to do anything other than just fall asleep? You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm just at the very beginning of that, and it, I can already see it. It's really, really scary. Like, there's so many Netflix shows I'm not watching, <laughs> you know. And 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 that's kind of a weird thing. And it is true. The, the the career. I mean, I I thought by this time in my life I'd be you know on TV, and you know I I, I studied to be an actor. I am an actor. I've acted in things, but I always thought my career would be farther along now by this point than it mm-hmm. is. Um, and I, you know, I, I often wonder, uh, uh what I'm doing with my life and whether it, it it's now in the context of like, is this going to be good for my kid? You know, is this, mm-hmm. is, you know, so you're like, I mean, not to say that your career isn't great, but, but your priorities now are, I just sound like they're kind of, they've just shifted a hundred percent. And like I said, that's one of those cliches that you hear, but it's super true. And it, 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 it's really real. Like my wife, she's not. Uh, she's she has a very stable regular person job, you know. Mm-hmm. It's awesome that she gets to work from home too, which is cool because she's around the kid. But mm. um, I find that I'm doing a lot more childcare stuff than I ever thought I would because I'm also my my hours are flexible. I can do whatever I want, and so we we we're sharing that. And then I'm thinking like you know there's there's a much more much more pressure on like having money and and having security and knowing where I'm going to be doing. You know I've lived this life where I don't know what I'm going to be doing in a month. You know, yeah, uh, and you know, I'm sure you guys ha- have a lot of this too. You know, I make living in part through Patreon. It's like, what if people just decide that I'm not worth giving money to for a while? Mm. What if the recession? What if there's right. another recession? Exactly. You know I mean? Like you have yeah. to cut off those. You know, the, your uh, the kid. You yeah. Know, yeah. No, 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 no. The, 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 the things you do with your disposable income, like right. supporting a bunch of chuckleheads talking about games. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, you know that that puts a lot of pressure on the whole sure the whole thing, and it it makes you recontextualize what you know, what you how you think about it. Yeah. All right. That's Thank a heavy you. stuff. I didn't mean to make it so heavy. Oh, no, this, this is, is a great topic. Yeah, good time. That was really good. Now you I'm guys sure. Really see my kid. He's cute. You can send digital photos to Kevin. He'll put okay, them up good. throughout the topic. Awesome. And if you, you don't, he'll just put up Gerber babies. <laughs> Champ. <laughs> yes. What's your topic? Uh, shifting gears. Uh, since we have Jeff here, I want to talk about Anthony Carboni. <laughs> Okay. I just want to know. Here's the deal with Anthony. He comes up here. <laughs> Tell me. Is this, is this the really deal champ. Yeah. Hilarious. This is my topic. This is hilarious. Here's Nothing's the deal making him happier right now, by the way. Wait till he hears that. I'm sure he's got that giant fucking camera he carries. Like, look at me. I'm, I'm watching myself. Watch everything about me. <laughs> he comes up here. The first time I met Anthony, he came up to the old to the old uh, space where we were at, at Greg's apartment. And he walks in. A, he's better looking than me. <laughs> B, he's funnier and quicker on the uptick. Yeah. Right? 
and see he has this like s- this drink that I've never heard of that I then Soylent? everyone has yeah. been drinking it because uh, Anthony's been drinking it. Are you talking about Soylent drink- or yeah. LaCroix? No. What, what the fuck is LaCroix? <laughs> no, LaCroix is the new hot into this. Oh yeah. my god. Once you see Soylent. once you are aware of LaCroix, you will see LaCroix everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Wait, is that the stuff you buy like is like, is like a can of can? It looks like generic can. can soda. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen that before. Let's take um, one soda and water it down 400 times and make 400 <laughs> sodas. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's like Pabst Blue Ribbon for people who don't drink. <laughs> yeah. Um but so then he leaves the soylent with us so that every time he came remember he it was like there was a stint where he'd come up like three times and every time he'd did, leave a new canister of Did you ever watch there. Seinfeld? I, of course, yeah. Uh, do you remember the one where George thinks he has that great way of meeting women where he leaves the he yeah. leaves the hat behind? Yeah. The, Carboni the does behind. that every time he comes here. <laughs> Soylent, headphones. I think he left his wife here once. I can't <laughs> there's always something for him to come back for. Uh no, but on a real note, I, what tell me all about Anthony. How did you guys meet? How I, you guys I know love each this. Other? I love this so much because first off, Anthony is the fucking best. He's a G. <laughs> but second off, like I love he's the only person that dresses more Tim Gettys than Tim yeah. Gettys. Oh, yeah. like, his every outfit he wears, I'm just like, you're a fucking God, yeah, like you're so. He cool. has like every He's shirt so that Will Smith right wore in like the first three seasons of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's like it's fantastic. His jacket game, his shoe game, all of it's it's great. His clear glasses now. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and he has two, like and two now, pairs of Snapchat spades, uh, those spectacles. Specs. Yeah. I like that he has like a, his glass, the clear glasses. That's a thing. Yeah. You know, that's a Carboni thing. If yeah. anyone else did it, it's like, oh, Carboni did it first. <laughs> so good for you. The thing about you, though, is mm. I wouldn't say that he's funnier than you. Yeah. I wouldn't say you're funnier than him. I think that you guys are pretty tied on how funny you are, but he is way quicker than you. He's and it makes you like if you it, guys it's, it's watch a any podcast, it's a I'm like. Watch just, anything, anytime that you see, anytime you see Nick and Carboni together, whether it's love and sex stuff or a podcast, Nick is like trying his best to out Nick Carboni and he just can't handle <laughs> I it. I can't do it. And you're just I like, fuck, you're funnier than me. You're better He's than me. I see you crumble. You know what? It's funny. I, I, um, most of the things that I've been a part of in, in my life, I've been sort of like the funny guy. And I realized very early on and we, when we were doing, we have concerns. Mm-hmm. I'm the straight man. Yeah, you're the straight guy. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I think that was the best decision I could have made, right? Because mm-hmm. there's, because you can't, you can't compete with that, and also you can't have two of that. Yeah, right. Right. So trust me, I know. <laughs> so it's I mean, that's cop, that's what think. I uh, that I have grown to relish that and be be the straight man to to him and mm. on the show, and it's a blast. I love I love doing it. How did you guys meet? Like I, because that's the, the thing of both of you. I know now, but I don't. I feel like I don't have a great grasp of either of you before I met you. Well, we're both. Uh, we both started at at Revision Three. Really, I mean, he was doing By Jacker before Revision Three, but then it became a Revision Three show, and um, I was doing the Totally Rad show. And I don't know if I don't know how familiar you guys are with any of that ecosystem. I remember it's all we knew. It was happening. We were at IGN. Yeah, where I right. was at the time. You know? I remember I mean, the By Jacker show. I, I'm pretty sure it was that show. There was like there was a video wall in the background, and it might have been green screen for a lot of it. But they used the same art we used for Gamescast, like literally the exact same art. Oh, really? <laughs> for Gamescast. And, on By Jacker? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I often think that I hope that you guys take this as a compliment, but I often think that the Toilet Rad show was was this before this mm. that we were doing mm. what you guys were doing before you were Fuck doing you. it. Fuck you! This is an original idea. No one's no one's ever podcasted and <laughs> talked about random people. Uh, but we're all white, remember? Oh, that's the, that's that's the one. That's, that's, that's what we've got. got that's in what we've podcasting, got. white males. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean it to, I don't mean that no, to be, anything, but it, it's. Um, 
that was that we did the show on Revision Three, and Anthony was doing a show on Revision Three. But we were the only Revision Three show that was based in LA, mm. uh, so we were sort of uh, disconnected in a lot of ways to the ecosystem that was happening here in in San Francisco. Um, but we would meet up at parties or go to, you know, we would go to Comic-Con and, and see them. And I, Anthony and I were sort of mutual admiration society. We both thought what the other guy was doing on their own show was cool. And we would see each other at parties and be like, dude, awesome. Wouldn't it be awesome to work together? Yes. Cool. Cool. Well, it's never going to happen because we live different places. Stayed apart. Yeah. Right. Well, I remember one particular Comic-Con, um, there was, we were at like Felicia Day's party and Anthony was wasted and he was like, I'm moving to LA. I'm moving. And I was like, if you move to LA, we should work together. We should do something. He's like, yes, moving to LA. And, uh, and then like four months passed and he hadn't moved to LA and then eventually he did. And we, um, she's saying he's a liar. He's funny. a fucking liar yeah. and he's not funny. Add that. Um, he, uh, yeah, and then and then we just like met up in L.A. At a, and and had drinks and um, we're saying you know we should, we should what should we do we should we do video game stuff oh, we all, we both already do video game stuff it's, it's kind of uh, we could do that yes yeah. let's uh, let's just meet up at a and record something and see what what it is and weirdly and we didn't know each other very well at all like I said we lived in two separate places and we saw other parties but we met up um, and we turned on uh, one of those um, HV one, yeah. <laughs> um, H, H4s or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had, like, that day read this article uh, about the Fermi paradox. Mm. And I was like, it blew my mind because I had never heard of the Fermi paradox before that. I was like, Anthony's a smart guy. I'd love to hear what he thinks about the Fermi paradox and let's just talk about that. And we talked about it for about 20 minutes. Weirdly, without planning on it, we started like doing characters in the middle of it and like jumping in and out of a, a weird improv. And none of that was planned. It was just like, it just how the conversation went and we turned it off and we're like, that was really fun. Wasn't it? Wasn't that really cool? Like that, that could be a thing. And then we looked up a couple of other weird things to talk about. And we talked about those and that literally was the show. And then through the course of the last 400 episodes that we've done, we've kind of gotten to know each other. Yeah. And I think that's been kind of the fun too is, discovering things about each other on the fly as we record. Mm -hmm. uh, so we really didn't know each other well before we started, but it, as we said at the very beginning of this, um, it was just one of those things where we like had chemistry right away Yeah, and it was fun. And no. I think, you know, as I said, learning to sort of be his straight man was, was very a different kind of experience for me and one that I've really enjoyed too. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's, I think, one of the things I, didn't, oh, I, was, when I was talking earlier about how great you guys are together and how awesome it was to be on your show was the fact that, yeah, I wasn't prepared for the bits and the characters. And like, <laughs> when you guys started like improv, I was like, oh, this is what you do. Okay, yeah, I'm here. Usually I just talk I'm about here. beating up our fans. I don't know. <laughs> that's what he's to take off his shirt to like, yeah. you know, still distract well, from my lack of talent. I don't know if you remember the first time we met, but the first time we met was at E3 on the game spot uh, on the stage no no on their like in their like weird after hours stream thing oh and you were your shirt was already off but yeah, the first time i met you and you were like covered in something oh the yeah. giant bomb thing yeah the giant yeah. bomb deal. oh giant yeah, bomb yeah, yeah. not a game the spot gift, the gift of bomb. me knocking yeah. on the right. beer yeah and that i remember the next time i met you met you i was yeah. like oh pleasure to meet you you're like no you met me and <laughs> yeah. i'm like well really when and you're like yeah i'm the guy next to the other yeah. guy i was like in, oh fuck right in in all that those gifts my left arm is in them you know it's like it's all the gifts of greg but that's right yeah yeah that's yeah, I think it's what is it Garnett next to me or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah totally. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, huh? Small world, how that yeah. goes around. 
Yeah. But anyway, back to Carboni. Yeah, back to, Carboni. Sorry, back to Anthony Carboni. <laughs> no, so Carboni's another, listening to this like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I, I know, know, right? It was about There's me. like a quota. Uh, another compliment I want to pay him is there's two men. I can't I've wait to when he comes on next and you guys do a whole episode about me. This is all I have. There's only two people I've ever met that I, I feel this way about where it's it's Carboni and Freddie Wong where they know way too much yeah. about everything. everything and it's like you start to say something they finish your sentence and add three more sentences that you didn't know and you're like fuck yeah. you know more about this than me and it's never annoying and that's the superpower they have it's the it's not this fucking know-it-all thing it's, it's a, a little annoying <laughs> uh, I, mean, you're, I think you're too close to it i, I get the small doses yeah, yeah. and it's just fucking impressive because I, i'm just like there's something about the way that they they trim all the bullshit like they don't tell me like it's not the full wikipedia page they just give me the highlights, the highlights like, yeah. wow yeah, yeah. Like you gave me the the the, the Twitter version See, of I, Wikipedia. I feel that way about you guys though, because you guys are always so well informed. Like I will wake up in the morning now and I find myself just checking all my news on my iPhone just to see, just to like know that there's a headline of something that you guys might want to talk about. Especially with Colin, like when it, anything politics, I'm like, he's so well informed when it comes to that stuff. But I feel always constantly behind the curve with you guys because I'll walk in and be like, I, I will just just seen someone post something on Instagram. Like, I swear to God, it was like a minute ago. And I'd be like, Greg, and he's like, yeah, I totally saw it 20 seconds ago. Bro, where are you? Old. Champ, <laughs> champ I want to talk to you. I want to call you. I want to call anything old like that, champ. I want to do that to you. I want to play you that way. I appreciate that. That is that. that is something that uh, that I know about Anthony is that if there's a meme, he he's already seen it. If there's a weird, like, Japanese toy thing that I just found out about, but he five years ago, he bought the shoes that- He invested were, in the company. Yeah. And, uh, um, in public. Yeah, I'm definitely not anywhere near as cool. Uh, it's sort well, of like of that, them. like subversive, cool, you know, hipstery thing. That that's he's the problem. Of. None of us are as cool yeah. as Anthony Carboni, and that's the problem because you want to hate him. And I remember watching him from the yeah. outside for the longest time, and I'm like, oh well, this guy's probably a dick. He's one of those host people, and you meet him like, oh fuck, he's super genuine and nice. God <laughs> yeah. damn it, I hate that so much. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, that, it's funny because like, yeah, when you're in the industry and stuff like I, I am like a student of internet video. So I like to watch a lot of stuff and see what everyone else is doing. And I always remember seeing his stuff at revision three and being like, where does this dude fit into this? Cause it'd be like Scoville and Sessler and then him. And I was just like, he seems out of place in this somehow. And then it was once I saw him doing his own things in random ways, I was like, huh? Like, I get that this guy is talented, but I still don't know at what, <laughs> you know? And it wasn't until VidCon when I met him a couple of years ago. Uh, we were talking to Trisha Hirschberger, mm -hmm. and then Another he came up. Huh? Another yeah. new parent. Shout out to Trisha. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then he came, and he just turned into, the, like, he was just talk, 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 talk. There was so much, and I was like, you're like Nick, but better. Like, I had a moment where I realized it. Damn, you cut right to the core. It's funny because I want to fight it, but it's it's it's, it's undefensible. How many it's times has Anthony Caraboni been the kind of funny Nintendo World Champion champ? That's true. Kevin, give me the one. Oh, Kevin's abandoned his yeah, post. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I'll do it on the Y. He'll just punch in later. Anthony, he's uh, it's come at me, bro. It's weird. Uh, Kevin left to go watch Anthony videos. <laughs> <laughs> it would blow my mind if Anthony just showed up somehow. We're oh just doing ads. We said his name too many times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this new thing where he's vlogging everything. And I shouldn't yeah. say where he's vlogging everything, where he's recording everything. That's another, I don't see that's a lot of this about stuff him go he, off. He's a hard worker, man. Yeah. That guy's yeah. a hard worker. Yeah. 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 I admire that. I wish I was better about it. I'm and not. he has a dope ass dog. 
His wife's really cool. Not only does yeah. he have a dope dog, he they do amazing Halloween costumes together. Did mm-hmm. you see the last one? Like, yeah. didn't he dress his dog up? We were we were at his house on Halloween last year or yeah. two years ago, and yeah, it was Beetlejuice, and then him and his wife were the the couple from yeah, Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. It's genius. It was good. He's a good guy. I imagine that's why you have kids too, so you can dress them up as Halloween, like cool Halloween. Oh, it's have be I, I can. I guess you can be Sully. Can I show you? Already, oh yeah. Can I show you what we did yes, last year? Please do, uh, uh, real quick. You guys can keep talking. Kevin, do me a second. favor, annotate right here and let the dad topic know that they could jump here for more dad oh, I'm stuff. Sorry, Kevin's gone. Oh, Kevin's still not back. Kevin's it's just weird dead. that he didn't. He's just abandoned his post. He must have smelled the sandwich outside. That's the best you got. It was like, good. I like it's how been as you say, no, oh, I know how long, long it's been. Week. But I love that, like, as you say it, you start to laugh because you're like, this is, yeah, this is the joke. Here. It was gold. It was gold. Yeah. Look at it, they always say jokes are meant to make you laugh. Not yeah, I don't else. care about you guys Fuck watching. If you're else. not enjoying Going it. Going back to. Oh, no way. You ha- All right, you have to. Oh, shit. Email me that oh, one shit. now, so I'll, I'll, I'll get it to Kevin. So we put it up right yeah, here. I mean, that's why you have a kid. Kevin, mark down 5120. All right. <laughs> right. Mark down 5120 because I'm going to send you an image to put in. 5120? Yeah. Yes. You can just send me now and I can put it in. Well, it's on his phone, Kev. And just don't. You're the one who abandoned your post. Gone, you you abandoned your gone. post. You abandoned your post. How was the sandwich? How was the sandwich? Was it? What did it look like? <laughs> what did it smell like? We, gave you, we just gave you so much shit and you have no idea. <laughs> We just tore. We gave you a lot of notes. They're down. Probably roughly at the forty-seven or forty-eight second or forty-eight uh, minute mark. You yes. need to punch in on the belt since there wasn't a camera there. That's what Champ asked for, and he's the champ, so we got to get one. I, I don't think I can punch in and on stuff anymore. I guess uh-huh. I need to do it digitally. Yeah, you, you got Adobe Premiere, right? You just blow up the image no, size. No, I meant I meant with the cameras because of the new lenses that we're using. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, it's fine. So just, just I mean, you could have just gone, you know, the one that we asked for that you weren't here to switch it to because you like smell the sandwich outside. I oh oh, so you use this like fat shaming thing, huh? <laughs> Even though I was going to do, doesn't matter. I hate you guys. It I is, know you're working hard. Kevin, in don't, there. don't give him what he wants. Don't give the monster his food. I'm the monster. I think we're all the monster. You're being demanded to be called champ today, and I'm Everyone, the monster. I'm not. It's my fucking birthright because I am the champion. champion. When you when you put as much time and effort into winning this beautiful son of a bitch as I did, Tim, mm-hmm. then you can call yourself champ. I did, but until once. that, yeah, you had it for 15 seconds. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're not even on his like level. Anthony Carboni once gave me a jacket that was so fucking cool <laughs> that when I wore it outside, the group of people I was with was like Tim. You need to be stopped. Oh, wow. Like this jacket is too Tim Gettys, and I was like Anthony Carboni. They are. He cool wearing. What it. is that uh, old Saturday Night Live sketch? Uh, Bill Brasky. Oh, Bill, yeah, Bill Brasky once gave me a jacket. <laughs> but I mean, that was I, that was during the Power Rangers Voltron shoot, and that was I think a great example of how genuine Anthony is. That he just knew you were gonna be there, and he's like, "Hey, hey, you like clothes like I do? Ha ha ha! Here you go." And then Carboni's like, "If the Joker was a good guy, <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. Like that's he really didn't good. go the evil way." I loved it though because he was like, "Oh man, so I got this super dope jacket, but it's too big for me. So I thought of you, and I'm like." Fuck yeah! You need to do this more often. Fuck up and get bigger size shit. Because then I benefit from it. We all wanna, benefit from this. How do we? How do we not tell him that this that we did this topic, but then record his reaction when he watches? This topic? <laughs> I feel like it'll be a roller coaster. Of yeah, like, yeah, really highs, and then we're kind of making fun of him a little bit. Are we making fun of him? I don't know. I I, I, I was. Well, okay. Well, earlier, but See, because I'm intimidated <laughs> by him. Because I'm intimidated by him. Honestly, because I feel I inferior, so and I'm in the inferior Italian in this group. But you're the champ, champ. My topic. Is what I'm stealing from Nick. Uh-oh. We were out there discussing what topics Nick wanted to do. 
and he had the Anthony Carboni topic, which I was like, gold, sold, do it. <laughs> and then it's like, I also got this other one. And then my interpretation of it is different than Nick's interpretation sure. of it. So we're all going to interpret and talk about Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. What Nick said was, people I want to be friends with, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. To which my first reaction was, we've already done the show of like, we'd like to have The Rock on the show. And like Kevin Smith's a big deal. And like stuff like that. But then you, ha- you had something else. And, this, and I, I have a third interpretation. But you said you read it as... Right. Well, my question was, was that... So like what defines friendship? If you look at a person and, and you're like, I want to be friends with that person. Are you networking or are you legitimately going to be friends with that? Like how do you... Where does... Especially in our trade where like networking is just kind of comes with the business. If I look out and say, I'm really, I'm an admirer of this person's work. I'd like to be friends with them. Does that, I'm sorry, that's so heavy. Heavy as the crown, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) I know what you mean, Chief. Um, um, This came from, I'm reading a a book by Tim Ferriss right now called Tools of Titan. And it came from one of his interviews that he did on his podcast where where one of the people was talking about how they would write down 10 people they want to be friends with and then 10 10 ways to be friends with those people. Yeah. Like things, steps they can take to be friends with those people. And I'm like, but is that friendship or is that networking? Is that like, cause I always look at friendship as something that happens organically, right? And I'm also a terrible networker. So like, obviously we were just talking about Carboni. I would count him amongst my friends, but I didn't reach out to him. He had no idea who I was really before he came on the show. And we just bonded because we're both awesome human beings. Him again, 10% more awesome than right. I am. If I'm being honest, 20% more awesome than I am. Um, but so that's, that's just a question for you guys. Cause you guys are all awesome about it. And you have these genuinely great relationships with people, but I just like, there's just this weird barrier for me in between those. I, I'm sorry. No, no please no, go. I was going to say, um, I think you can you can set out to be intentionally, to intentionally get to know someone, right. but friendship is something that you can't make Force. happen. Interesting. Right. Okay. Um, I, uh, I once, my the very first E3 I ever went to, years ago, years ago, before I was ever involved in... The industry in any way. I you were a janitor at I, this point. You were working, you were working at the convention. I was center. a humble janitor. Where, yeah, uh, no, I finagled my way in. I was working retail, and then we were like, we would we thinking about selling video games. Yeah. yeah. Um, I once uh, followed uh, Adam Sessler around the the convention center. Just like one, I just wanted to see where he was going, what he was doing. I was just fascinated with Adam Sessler. Yeah. Adam Sessler and I regularly hug now. You know, like he's yeah, a yeah. buddy. He's my one of my one of my good buddies. Um, and I didn't make that happen. I wanted to have him in my sphere. Like, but you don't know the people that you're going to click with or not click with. Sure. You know, there was that thing of uh, never meet your heroes, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, oftentimes Bruce the people. Bruce once. Did devastated you? me, yeah. Oh, no. Was he a dick? He was on a press line and he would totally, like, tore some guy an asshole. The guy from CNN, he just tore my new asshole for taking a picture of him oh. while he was being interviewed by someone else. And I was like, mm. that's sad. That sucks. But you know what they say? Home. Heroes die hard. Damn. I like you so much. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. We're going to do a topic next <laughs> week about Jeff. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, I, but so my, my point is that I think that you can sort of create circumstances in which your sphere intersects with a sphere of a person that you are hoping, well, I mean, me following Adam Sessler didn't do anything. It just was made me go like, oh, made Adam Sessler be really scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, but it, it, sometimes those serendipitous things happen, and, sure. and you, it turns out that actually you, you do click, and you are cool. It, people are cool, and you're cool, and then everything's cool. Yeah, I think what was interesting about it is when you uh, well when you went through your thing of the, reading the book and the guys like mm-hmm. the ten ways to become friends or ten steps to become friends yeah. with somebody that sounded really creepy and weird I thought you know what I mean that did yeah, come yeah, off yeah. as like that's a ne- that feel like 
positioning yourself in a way to intersect with them on that level. Is well, so what's interesting about that is, so Tim Ferriss is one of the most interesting people in, amazing, in the fucking yeah. world. His dad uh, invented the Ferris wheel? Yes. Uh, yeah. yes and also yes. wrote Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. Uh, yeah. All the whole, no. His mom is Carol Ferris. Ferris from Green Lantern. Uh, you're yeah, making how, that far, how far are we going to go with this? Um, <laughs> it's to me now, and I'm crumbling. I don't know the pressure's too much. Carboni would get it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the, the, the few people that I've seen speak at panels and stuff. It was at, again, VidCon a couple years ago, uh, and I just randomly happened to be in a panel he was uh, speaking on, and it was about, like, uh, brand development and um, sale, video sales and all this stuff and networking and, and whatever. And it was so different than everything else, every other panel. Because everything else is just like, here's how you be famous. Here's how you make videos. Yeah, here's yeah. YouTube annotations. And here's this dude that's just like, yo, forget that you're making YouTube videos. This is stuff that applies no matter what industry you're in, no matter what you're doing. It's networking. It's getting to know people. It's about figuring out what your goals are and accomplishing them. And he talked about that. Mm. The Who are the people that you should know to help you do the things you need to do? How can you meet them? Make a list. Go through it. And like, I love lists so much. And I think a lot of that has to do with that. Like, I'm very goal-oriented. I don't and very who he was. That's crazy. Networking. Oh, he's super. Again, that's one talk. Yeah, yeah. And again, me. So I, many I'm, books. I'm always late to the party on all. But this. <laughs> but uh, he's he, a friend of my friend. Oh, really? Yeah, Kevin Rose is friend, good friends with Tim Ferriss. Oh yeah. shit! Well, anyway, very cool dude. But that is different than friendship, though. And I think that no matter what, that that is still networking. But it is opening the door to get you into a scenario where it's like, well, if he likes the same things I like, maybe there is that intersection. Sure. Like for me. Thinking about it, like I think Rooster Teeth is the the best example of it. Like those, like specifically the the old guard there. Like I looked up to them and I was like, "Fuck, I w want to be them. I want to be their friend. I want all this stuff." Right. And as Rooster Teeth grew, and then we got involved with them over the, the last couple of years, it's at a point now that I am friends with people there, but then I am also just business partners with people. Yeah, there. yeah. Can and that, th that's where the difference lies. Is when I can walk into a room and just feel absolutely comfortable not talking to people and sitting there, mm, then I'm like, mm. we're friends. You but know? So, but great, then that begs the point. question, that's right? Like, can can that, like, it's it's a little hard, especially in our in our industry where, you know, you do have to kind of always be on and you're always, you're always sort of, like when you network with people, there's always going to be that gray area. Like I don't think I ever feel like I'm ever like I love everyone that I've met at Rooster Teeth, but I, there's always a little part of that where I'm like, this is business still, so don't forget that. Like don't mm. don't go full Nick, go like ninety percent Nick, like Tim likes to say. <laughs> well, can I? I'm sorry. You, no, no, go. Can, go, I, go. can I? Can I? Can I? Can I switch this on its head a little sure. bit? Here's, because I want you to switch on its head. Can you remember where you're going to switch it on its head real quick? On its head. Kevin, open the email I just sent you and then do this. So real quick there, you were talking about, you know, the list guy through Kevin Rose. So, you know, Kevin Rose, Kevin Rose is your friend. Yeah. 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 We're friendly. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, well, I mean, next time you talk to him, you have to compliment him on fucking kicking that raccoon's ass. Oh yeah. He gets that a lot. I mean, it's just, yeah, I, this is so one of my badass, favorite right? stories yeah. in the entire world. Cause as a dog owner, if a dog, if so, if, a ra coolest? if a raccoon was fucking up Portilla, you're goddamn right. I'd gra grab it and throw that motherfucker down the stairs yeah. as hard as I could. Have oh. you seen the looping one? This is it's, it. Oh, this okay. is it right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the tear That's in the raccoon's his, face. Uh, his like security cam that yeah. he caught. Yeah. Why so does the badass. raccoon look like it's wearing a fucking kind of funny sweatshirt? <laughs> <laughs> it's just that it. night vision stuff. Uh, I remember when this broke and this video came out before it was the endless loop gif of just like, what a badass that guy oh, is. Yeah, I right? never met him. I didn't know him from a hole in the wall, but like, I would be terrified that thing would come back at me, dude. Like, I'm, well, I mean, well, that's it. why he's throwing the way he's throwing it. That's not a get off. That's I'm yeah. going to break your neck when you hit the ground. God bless Jeez. him for saving his dog. Yeah. So anyways, tell Kevin Rose that flip it on his head now. I will. I'm sure he'll, yeah, I'm sure he'll like that. Um, so here's how I want to flip it on its head. I'm 
have no doubt there are lots of people listening to this that go, I want to be friends with you guys. Mm -hmm. the, the kind of funny guys are who I want to be friends with. And I have no doubt uh, at the risk of, of, of sounding not how I want to sound, uh, that you guys, like, like me, have been in situations where there are people who are trying so hard to be your friend in a, in a fan way. Mm -hmm. And it is making you uncomfortable. It's making the situation uncomfortable. And they kind of don't know how to do that. And I, I so often think about myself on the, in the other way. Like we're talking about how, oh, I wanna be friends with that person. When somebody wants to be friends with me, like what works, what, mm -hmm. what do I appreciate? Right. What, you know, because there's so many times when you just get that like, oh, and especially people listening to this are like, oh my God, that's what I wanna do to those guys. Next time I see those guys yeah. at one of their live events, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use those tactics. And it's like, no, don't use tactics. I think the key to knowing, to, to becoming friends with someone you want to come, be, become friends with is you got to know how to be. You have mm. to be. Mm. Be yeah. able to be with me. Be around. Be cool. This is a terrible thing to say, be cool. But like, be comfortable. And as yourself. And like, as yourself. And if you exude the thing that you're comfortable with yourself, then people will want to hang out with you if they're comfortable right. with themselves. And you can you can relate to people and you can compliment them and you can do all those things, but you have to be okay being okay. Like you're saying, be in, in the same room with the Rooster Teeth guys and not talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think that there are a lot of people that kind of don't know how to be. Sure, and I'm I'm assuming you guys deal with it a lot. I've dealt with it a fair amount. Where, you know, you go to these fan th meetups, and it's awesome. It's there's no. I'm not saying it's not awesome. It is awesome, but there are always a few people there that are just a little too intense and a little too trying, a little too hard to be your friend, and you don't know them, and that's okay. But I think the intention to be friends sometimes gets muddied. And, and becomes a little standoffish in and of itself. Mm -hmm. For no. me, I, this, this speaks to the, the third way I interpreted this question or the interpretation for this topic, I guess, in what Nick was talking about. I'm sorry, what Champ was talking about was, you know, people I want to be friends with, saying, but I'm not. Respect where, where, where respect is due. I agree, Champ. I'm giving you the respect you deserve, right? I'm, I don't understand. Uh, no, but the fact of the matter is, like when I initially heard people I want to be friends with, but I'm not, I think of the real friends I have now that I'm not friends with. I'm not good enough at this with mm, the fact that okay. we are all pulled and stretched so thin. I include, you know, we call our audience best friends. I include them in this because it is that thing of, and this is a, a jumble of a thing, but stick with me of, I remember this story about Dan Aykroyd of that. He had done some radio show appearance or something, whatever. And there was a meet and greet afterwards, or it was somebody called in. I forgot what it was anymore. And basically the guy invited Dan over to his house. He was visiting, doing this book tour or whatever, invited him over to his house for dinner with him and his wife. And Dan Aykroyd was like, okay. <laughs> and he showed up and had dinner. With his, and I'm like, what a fucking awesome move. And I'm like, if I ever have anything like that, a sliver, a sliver of fame, I'd love to do that. And now you flash forward to now where, we go to events and we have an awesome meet and greet and somebody is like, I'd love to take you out and buy you a beer tonight. Pax East is coming up and the amount of people who are developers, not even, you know what I mean? People yeah. I'm friendly with and I, I, 
in the, we'll get into definition of friends, I think later, but f- friends on that level who are like, Hey, do you want to get dinner? Do you want to do this? And I'm like, I would love to do that. I know I will not have the energy. I know I will be scattered brain. I know that no, and regardless of me setting a time for a brunch or a dinner or whatever, something is going to happen in that day that pushes it out and it doesn't work. And then to the question of like, you know, who do I want to hang out with? But I, I or who do I want to be friends with? And I'm not, I owe Jared Petty about four text messages. The, the mm-hmm. nicest man in the industry continues to hit me up and be like, Hey, like we need to get to, Hey, we want to meet your girlfriend. Hey, come out to and let us. And it's like, I don't respond because I'm like, well, I got to find a slot on the calendar and the calendar is all jacked up. And then it is that thing of like, even when it is, all right, cool, let's go do something after work, whatever. I know how exhausted I am at the end of the day and I know I'm not going to give him what he deserves and blah, blah, blah. And it is that weird thing of coming into work every day, going to a PAX or whatever. And I, I, the way I do this job is I leave it all out on the field. Right. And so I am a husk at the end of the day. Like last night, you know, a husky? It, no, just, no, just a husk. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm husky all the time. <laughs> but, uh, remember that when you had to go get pants and you're like, you're, you're husky size. Oh, Jesus I do Christ. That, yeah. Sears. Fuck you. Uh, no, it what? was that, you know, like last night we went out, uh, with one of Jen's friends, Lola, who's a friend of mine too, again, but Jen knows her way better. And it was that thing of like, I, I, in the Uber ride home, I had my water bottle to my head cause I had a throbbing headache from mm-hmm. doing work all day, being under the lights all day and doing podcasts and shit and then got home and then got in the uber and then like jen was just like you're dying aren't you i'm like yeah and like she let me ride in silence because she's a lovely amazing person and then i got it together and i was okay and i built it back up and i was ready to go but it is that thing of like it's so hard to psych yourself up to do that and i don't mean to be like not answer jared and like you know i right. just got out to see ryan clements's kid and it's just like there's yeah. all these little things. It's just so hard to balance the work and the things and the energy and how you get out there. To your to your former point, though, um, do you guys have that situation? I I, I have my, with my wife now. Um, I have many opportunities. I think of them as opportunities uh, where it's like, oh, I, I can't really afford to go to do this thing, or, or it's not going to work out. And but then some fan will be like, hey man, you want to stay yeah. at my place? And I'll be like, actually, that would work out. And my wife's like, are you fucking insane? <laughs> You don't know this person. Right. right. You have no idea what you, what's going to happen to He's you. He's definitely putting a camera in the toilet. Right. Yeah. And I, that doesn't even occur to me. Right. You know. And and then I, and I'm I'm I get into arguments with her quite literally and say, "Honey, they have there's no ill will there." And she's like, "Yeah, not until there is." Yeah. And you know, it's like the one guy that you don't know that you know. I mean, the, like, the the example for us and for me and Colin incredibly personally and even me more is the fact that when we started this patreon tier come be on the show and we'll take you to dinner which meant for the first year and a half come to greg and colin's house where they live you will know where they live and it also for i think for the most part meant i think at the end i stopped just because i i was more worried about switch whatever i you'll have greg's phone number because he has to text you there has to be some communication eventually i think i moved it to skype that's what it was because we had so many international people but it was like you're coming to our house and like the only safeguard I ever put on it was that I'd drop the pin around the corner so that they didn't know my exact address unless they looked at the and not again not because I thought they'd murder me but I wanted that one little plausible switch in your head that if I got there and you were not cool something was wrong which I know none of the best friends would be who had money to come out and fly across the country to come hang out right like but it was that thing of like all right cool like you know where I live. Please don't be a dick. You know right. what I mean? Like this is how it is. And so, but it has never backfired. Right. So, I mean, what you're talking about is just having, is having some level of boundaries, right. Between you yeah. and, and other people. And I think that does, that extends beyond just the relationship we have with, with best friends out there. Um, it extends to basically every relationship you have. Like, sure. And that's something that I, I'm very cognizant of. Like I, even with my family or with like my, my close, close friends, I'm like, I have to be able to tell you, no, I have mm-hmm. to be able to say, I'm sorry. I know it's a Friday night. I know everyone's going out right now. I'm fucking spent and I don't, you're my friend 
and I don't need to give you an excuse as to why I need to come out. Like you just need to understand right. that I'm just at that place right now, right? Um, but I have a problem with that because I always feel bad. Like I want to give, I, I should want to be go hanging out with people and bond, rebonding with them, and you know, feeling what's going on in their life. Especially now that all my friends have kids, and I'm like, God, there's a, like another life form to think about, right? Like I, I, I could go be this kid's uncle, but at the same time. <laughs> Like and they call me Uncle Nick and I'm Uncle like, Nicky, uh, not, not, uh, uh, Uncle Champ, Get your Uncle, Champ. Uncle Champ, Thank you. Uncle right. Champion. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I feel terrible. Like one of my best friends in the world, the like, growing up, he was the guy that I, I we'd, we'd have sleepovers at each other's house like almost every night. You Stu, know? no, it wasn't Stu. It was Ryan. Um, Stu, just never forget. Stu, nice little hang. He wants to come on the podcast, by the way. Remind I want Stu on this podcast. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. I got to get back to his email. Um, but you know, he had a kid, and it took me a year to meet the kid. Yeah, and I felt like. And I've only met him, her once, and I feel like a piece of shit because of it. But but so so I when I think that way, and then I think about oh I want to I want to outreach someone that I admire or someone that you know I think could could be an inspiration in my life. Um, and then I I just attach all that baggage to it of like this I'm not gonna bother this person. Like I don't want to like this person's oh. got such a full plate. Like I don't want to be another fucking thing they have to do. That was a huge impediment for me. That's a huge thing, and I've I've recently gotten over it, and it feels awesome that. I so often, if I saw Greg Miller walk into a room or any of you guys walk into a room, I'd be like, oh, I know them. Do they know who I am? I'm not so sure. I'm just, I'm just not going to say hi. I'll just be okay. Right, it's fine. Right, right. It's weird. It's, I don't want to make it weird. They, they're busy. And you know, I, whatever it is, I would talk myself out. I would talk myself down and be mm. like, I'm clearly not, it, I should just, they're, you know, and what I've gotten to is like, say hi. Say right. hi to people, absolutely. and absolutely. it's awesome. And it's all when you and when somebody's like, "Oh yeah, hey," it's like, "Oh wow, cool, everything's cool," and it doesn't have to become a whole thing. Definitely not. But I would do that so often where I would talk myself out of even just saying hi. Yeah, and we used to talk about that with the the Totally Rad Show. Uh, Dan and Alex and I had a thing where we said, "Be a blurter," because what you do is when you see like, "Oh my god, that's Mark Hamill." Oh my god, that's fucking Mark Hamill. Okay, I want to say something to Mark Hamill. What am I going to say? I'm going to say. You have changed my life in every way. <laughs> and then you walk up and you go, Mark Hamill, you have changed my life. <laughs> you know, and it becomes weird for them and it's weird for you. And it's like, fuck. But if you went, that's Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Then they go, hey. And you're like, oh, awesome. And then that was, a, that was the end. Everyone gets done. what they wanted out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, be a blurter. Uh -huh. You got to be a blurter and, yeah, and just don't prepare it. Don't think about it. Just let it happen. Kevin. Oh, you already gave me the one. Good. Nick. Blurt yeah. something out of Nathan Carboni right now. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, Nick. Great job, Nick. No, that that is real, real Thanks, solid guys. advice. Yeah. And like, I even, it's, it's hard to think everybody, so you never reach right a point where hey, you're always water comfortable water. with doing that. Yeah. Like, I feel Please like you're, you're in situations where you still feel like, what should I say? What is the best thing to say? And yeah. I think that it's like, that is really when it comes to the friendship versus uh, networking versus whatever. I think the only time that you shouldn't do that is if you have a very direct goal, a network goal or a right. thing of I'm trying to come off a certain way or whatever. I think an example is at RTX Australia, like uh, we were in the same room with Kojima. It was an event, whatever. And like, I want to take a picture with him, but I didn't want to be the one to, to go up to him. So I was like, Greg, can you introduce us? Whatever. And it's yeah. like, I felt like in that situation, that was the right way to go about that instead right. of just blurting it out and, and whatever. Kojima! Speak English and there's a lot of barriers there. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. There's like a level of respect. Sure, but it's like, sure. But yeah, if it's just Mark Hamill and he just is there, yeah. it's like, 
That's that is the most respectful thing yeah. to do if if you're gonna have a conversation. And I and I, how many times I'm I'm sure you guys have experienced this too. How many times have you like read Twitter and where somebody's like, oh my god, I was just standing in line behind. Yeah, and I'm always like, why didn't you say something? Exactly. Yeah. You just say hey. And, and that's that's the other part that I realized too is because I've been the guy a million times where I'm like, I was standing behind the person, I didn't yeah. say anything, and uh, but I love it when someone says something to me. Yeah. I love it when they're like, hey Jeff. Oh wow! Hey man, how's it going? Exactly. I love that. It makes I mean, me feel awesome. The blur is kind of an opposite feeling too, where yeah. it's just like like uh, it, it's been happening a lot recently. I think because I've been hanging out in a lot of malls for some reason, and, and our, our fans are in malls a lot. Thanks, uh, champ. I'll just be like, I'll be there, and all of a sudden, like they're just like, oh, Tim. You're Tim Gettys. And yeah. I'm just like, yes, what's up, dude? Like, yeah. I'm even more stoked than they are. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, then there's that moment. It's like, cool. Hey, what do you what do you have to do? My favorite thing, though, is they're usually in groups and like they're the only person that knows who I am. Yeah. And that's when it's just that everyone's like, <laughs> yeah, why are these guys so yeah. excited to yeah. see each other? And yeah, it's, it needs yeah. to happen in front of my wife more often. I always get the tweet of like, I was going to say something, but you were with your wife. I didn't want to bother you. It was like, like, no, no, that's, that's when, the perfect time that's when you need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah that, that, for me, it's always I want it to happen with like my dad, who has yeah. no real recollection of what we did. Now he does has a better thing because it's happened in front of him, right. and he's gotten to see me perform and do stuff. So, but that was always the thing, right? right. Of like, no, do it because like the first time I ever not the, that sounds weird. Uh, the first one of the first times I ever got recognized going home to Chicago, the plane landed, and I had Portillo, and I was all like <laughs> disjointed, getting him out front of the seat. And some ladies asked me a question, and the guy stood up in front of me, and got his bag, and he goes, "Holy shit, are you Greg Miller?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Oh," and it's like. I got off the plane and told my dad that story, and it's like years later, he still talks about that story. <laughs> and I'm like, well, dad, I've been recognized a lot more since just that weird that's Southwest so flight. Yeah. But yeah, all right, sure. That's something but there, that's there's awesome. something so so genuine about that, and like trying to tie this back to the actual topic about like, I want to be this person's friend or whatever. Yeah. Right. When I'm walking through Westfield Mall and there's a guy that's like, oh shit, Tim. Hey, dude. Oh man, I just was listening to you talk about, you know, whatever the yeah. fuck, hot dogs on this show. And we always go back to the hot dogs. You do. We, I, don't I, I always do for the top. Anyway, uh, we're, talk, we're talking about the, the hot dogs and whatever. And man, I think this, whatever. And it's just like a quick moment. It doesn't go on too long. It's not like a fucking essay. Yeah. But it's like, oh, cool. Great. Have a nice say. Walk away. I'm like, we just had a friendly conversation. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know, in the same way, like, I had a conversation with you that I would have with if I ran into someone that I liked from high school. Right. Not one of the people I don't like from high school and I'm kind of avoiding trying to see him and walk away. One of the people that I'm like, oh, we were we had good times in high school. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, you're, you're working here now? That's great. Cool. See you later. Yeah. You know, I'm like, that's legit. Yeah. yeah. And that's the way to do it. I mm -hmm. think that's the, that feels good for everybody. Yeah. Tim. Yeah. What's your topic? So my topic is hidden talents. Now, the source mm -hmm. of this is a late night TV show. I don't know what the fuck it's called. It's the one with the dude from the the car karaoke. What James, oh, James Corden. Corden is that? Corden. What it is Corden? 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 Yeah, Corden. 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 Blue. James Corden. Corden. Blue. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Which I by the know. way, that car, carpool karaoke is the most amazing thing that's ever made. It's pretty amazing. It's no revenge. Body. If you're not familiar with it, watch the Adele episode. It, I watched it twice <laughs> because I love Adele so much. I, I didn't know I loved Adele that much until I watched that, and I was like. She is the coolest person on the planet. I want to be her friend. That's have you guys ever heard the with. the thing that that leaked on online of Adele's like vocal track without any music behind it for yeah. Hello? No, no, it's fucking amazing. Of course it is. It's like Adele's amazing. It, yeah, she is amazing. You're absolutely right. She's, She's amazing. amazing. How, I, anyway, like I you did, said that you said that like you didn't believe it before you heard that track. Now well, you know, and now you feel bad it's because true. you doubted Adele for a second. That entire story you just told us is is accurate. Yeah. It's, there's a video of her at a concert uh, in like this giant arena and all of a sudden her mic stops working like in the middle of a song 
and she just doesn't stop. She just keeps singing. And everybody joins and her. And everyone yeah. around her awesome. joins. And all of a sudden, it's just this fucking uh, rupturous, like, everyone's singing. I'm like, this is epic. That yeah. is Adele in a nutshell. Yeah. And, and I also love <laughs> <laughs> This has been a game over, Greg. We're not going to be on top of that. Uh, I, I love that she. Have you ever, guys have ever seen Adele in a well? Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> it's your turn. Adele can go to hell. Damn. Oh no, God. I like her a lot. I like her a lot. Adele's yeah, good. she had Adele swell. Sorry. Adele swell. <laughs> I like that. That was the best one. <laughs> that, that was, was here, real quick. Hidden talents. <laughs> no, real quick before we get into that, I need your help, Kevin. Can you go to the one? I need. Hold on. All right, great. And then look at the camera. You want to do this for the thumb? Yeah, no, hold on. What is this for? And then I want the meme of "Don't ever talk to me or my son again." <laughs> I want the meme text on that image. Screen cap it. Thank you. Yes, that's, that's hidden good. talents. Hidden. You're watching James Corden. uh, Yeah, James Corden. There, there was a segment that that he was doing where he would just bring random guests out and they would do their their hidden talent. Sure. And I was like, all right, like how funny is this going to be? But what made it hilarious is you didn't know who was about to come out next and what they were going to do. And I was like, all right, their hidden talent's going to be a fucking bunch of bullshit. Whatever. That's why we're going to announce Anthony Carbone. Amazing. That would be amazing. That would be so good. So they bring out the first stop was was Andrew. Garfield. Not Goldfarb. Uh, Gar- Garfield. W- Andrew Garfield. Goldfarb. Um, yeah, Andrew Goldfarb comes <laughs> out. Like my, uh, like, I write news really quickly. Yeah, I write news quickly. Uh, I know. I beat Persona 5 in Japanese. <laughs> Andrew Garfield comes out in a fucking tracksuit, like Missy Elliott style. <laughs> and he just comes out. He's looking all excited. And he's all British because, you know, he's British. And uh, he, he like uh, the dude comes up to him with the, like a game show type mic. And it's just like, like so, Andrew, what what's your name? where you're from and what's your hidden talent and he's like you know i'm andrew i'm from london uh and i'm i'm pretty aerobic i'm pretty aerobic what the fuck does that mean <laughs> and he does a fucking backflip that's amazing spider-man like, yeah i was gonna say Spider-Man. Spider-Man, right? I, know. I was like this is, holy shit like he just pulled some spider-man ass moves like <laughs> somebody probably saw him years back and was like you're spider-man Wasn't like tom holland how tom holland got the role like people, doing people, a backflip, like, isn't that how he got big? Because he was like, he's actually really acrobatic as well. I, I don't know, but there's I was, video of him doing acrobatic shit. Yeah, okay. I was sufficiently like impressed with it. I was like, all right, cool. So he he like runs off in a comical fashion. You should watch this video. Then right after that, Kendall Jenner comes out. Okay, okay. If you're not familiar with Kendall Jenner, you should be one of the yeah. one of the Kardashian little sisters. You know, uh, there's like the next. Yeah, the next class of them. Yeah, oh, like up. Muppet Babies. Yeah, it's like one yeah. of the Muppet Baby Got Kardashians. Okay. Um, and you know she's coming to her own in the last couple of years, and she just comes out like looking as hot as she always does, and she just like walks out like what's and it's like say your name, where are you from? And she does it all, and it's like what's your hidden talent? She's like I'm really good at making bird noises, and then she fucking does it. I'm like. She's really fucking good at bird noises. <laughs> I was like, oh, like the, I went from being like, this is going to be such a stupid segment to like, they're really fucking kicking this thing up. Yeah. Then uh, <laughs> next up, up uh, Stevie Nicks comes out. Stevie Nicks comes Stevie out. Stevie Nicks okay. comes out. Is your hidden talent doing play-by-play descriptions <laughs> of television shows? Because <laughs> yes. this is really, really good. Yes. Yeah, so she, she comes out. excitement feeds you. And it's like, what the fuck? What are you going to do? Like, what are you going to do, Stevie Nicks? Uh, she also referred to herself as... Um, Stephanie Nix when she came I was like what's your name she's like Stephanie Nix I'm like I love that that's just great Didn't she comes that. out she's like yeah I'm really good at um, 
What what's that called when you twirl the stick? Baton. Twirl. Baton. Baton. She's yeah. like, I'm really good with the baton. And I'm like, all right. What? Like at what point? How do this... you keep going? All right. Like, like you. <laughs> you have to be like, it's gonna be. <laughs> like, at, at what point? <laughs> at what point is this gag like? Is the the punchline the of like yeah, yeah. The, the payoff of it? This is just not gonna work or whatever. Or it's gonna be a stupid hidden talent. And I'm like, all right, baton. That's pretty fucking stupid. She starts spinning this thing around. I'm like, I'm fucking impressed. Like you did it <laughs> again. You, you did you it go. again. Wow. Then the go. final one. The final one. Taylor Lautner comes out. You no might shirt. know him from the Twilight, Twilight movies. Series, yeah. He's the Jacob. the the, the, the wolf. wolf. No shirt. The the no shirt one. He had a shirt on. Ah. Yeah. Unfortunate. He comes out, and this is where I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you, I got the feeling this was about to be the last one, and and he's just like, you know, my name's Taylor. I'm from wherever the fuck I'm from, and I'm I'm really good at catching grapes in my mouth, um, from any distance, at any velocity. And I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> this is going to be good. James fucking Corden walks 20 feet away with a goddamn grape and just launches it at him. And it gets right in his mouth. Wow. <laughs> and it's the wide. How like, do you become good at that? I'm like, I don't know. College, How is probably. that a fucking hidden talent? We're just like, yo, you're Sounds good at like this. A, and everyone loses their mind. Am I right? Yeah. Because well, they well. lose their mind because they're like, holy shit. Like, he actually did it. And he's like, no. Further? More velocity, more distance. <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck? And James Corden goes into the audience way far back and just fucking launches it at him. He dives and it fucking cuts in his mouth. <laughs> was, he like fucking jumps through it and was like, holy shit. And then the segment ends. And I was like, I have no hidden talents. But man, that was fucking cool. Now, some grapes. Now, man. is it that you don't have hidden talents or is it just that your, hit, your talent is your talent and you don't think about it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I have any hidden talents, but I bet you would say I'm really good at remembering song lyrics. But no, I don't that's, think that's, that is Greg I, Miller's hidden talent is that you can give him a, the name of a song. Don't do, please don't do this. Please don't do this. I'm going to give you an easy one. I'm going to throw you a I'm just going to finish this. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. See, I don't know the next. What's the next line? I want to. Uh, I want to. Uh, I, uh. I really, 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 really want to. Uh, next one. If you want my future. Forget my pain. See, That's there you go. Good. <laughs> He's going with it. Yeah, no, I was gonna. I was gonna. Earlier, I was gonna. When we were talking about friendship. I was gonna bust right out uh, Houdini with a, their definition of friends. You're, you, you guys, are uh, you give me young for for Houdini. Well, give me some of the stuff. I don't know. Friends, how many of us have them? Before I go any further, I'll tell you about friends. Is a word you use every day. Sometimes you use it in the wrong way. Now you can look the word up again and again, but the dictionary doesn't know the meaning of friends. And if you ask me, I know I couldn't be much help because a friend's somebody you judge for yourself. Some are okay and they treat you real cool. Others mistake you kind as for being a fool. You like to be with some because they're funny. Others come around when they need some money. Some you grew up with around the right, and they're still real cool this very day. I think we found your hidden <laughs> right. talent. Look at that. Right. Earlier with the Adele joke and that was the end of the show. No, it just got bad. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah. I, so I'm trying to think of what Tim's hidden talent would be. What, what's a talent Tim has that we can I just can take sleep for a very long that time? That is true. Like, that is a really good like, one. That true. is a good one. Like, that's but actually you, know, a you can't sleep for 15 hours and I'm like, fucking try me. I feel like when... When you were a kid, you didn't learn some goofy thing that, like, I feel like all these things that you were talking about on the show were like goofy things that kids learn, like a baton or, yeah. you know, you didn't take karate class or like learn how to yo-yo. Or I think a, I think a wet hot American summer during the talent show where he just balances a broom on his hand. You didn't do anything like that? No, you no. Like I, spin I, a basketball I, on your finger or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I, I don't think so. No? You make I, good videos? I think the only thing I have in my arsenal comes from marching band. Oh. 
Like I, the, the I can actually uh, twirl a mace. Like we called it a mace, not a baton, but the drum major would. Mace sounds way cooler. Yeah, mace that's was like that's it was, why it was they called it this that, big and no it doubt. had a sharp point here, like a pointy end, and then it had like a ball at the top of it. Uh, Were you the leader of a marching band? Yeah, I was the I was the drum major. With my marching band for Can you get the photo and toss it up for Jeff to Holy see? Holy shit. Nick as one of the if you type in Nick Scarpino into Google, one of the top five things that comes up is Nick Scarpino drum major. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see it. There's a picture of me. I, I Did you it. win the battle of the bands? No, we um we never won I don't think ever, we ever won them. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it was actually a really sad story. We had the best marching band, I think one of the best marching bands. Um there we are. This that's a picture of me. Um, you can't tell there, but it did, in fact, have a ponytail like Steven Seagal from uh, Hard to Kill. Yeah. Um, I really like Steven Seagal a lot. Oh, look at how, so look was, how serious you are about it. Yeah. Dude, oh, yeah. I got, so here's the deal. I got to wear the cape, and also drum majors got the dark plume. So oh. instead of everyone else wore a white plume, we got the dark plume. It was very cool. It was, I, I felt see. very cool about it. The yeah, coolest. well, that's the best um, plume. And we had inverse uh, uniforms. Everyone had a white top. We had a blue top. It's not a big deal. Isn't it? It looks Sash black and it looks super intimidating here. It was cool. We were the, we were the Blue Star Regiment from uh, John W. North High. Shout How out to uh, was it like big ass band? Did you have a big long band? We were uh, uh, we were a mid sized band. There were like because there were bands that were like I think it was like two or three hundred people. I think we were only one twenty at our mm-hmm. at our max. Um, and we did field shows and all that stuff. But it was really sad. The last year, uh, my senior year, we were going to the big, I forget what it was called. Um, the biggest show like where all the bands in all the areas in Southern California will come and compete in different classes, of course. And we had a great band, and we were going to go, and it started raining. And oh. I was like, I was like, there's no way we're going to get rained out. I'm like, and it just did. They were like, it, we got, it was tournament champions. That's what it's called. And they called. They had to call all the band directors, and they were like, sorry, we're, we're, it's not happening today. Did you guys form shit? You like oh yeah shit? we did field shows yeah we did we did parade and field shows like if so, I look down from a plane I you would, would see, see like this we did the star so Kevin can you pull the picture back up so my my freshman year uh, during our opener we formed the, the 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 star from which is our crest so you can see it there it's kind of a like a weirdly shaped star so we and then it would just like you'd hit it. And then it would go forward on, and then it nice. would move around, and then everyone would disperse and come back. And it was super fun. That's awesome, fun. man. Yeah. But I was so I so for a few years I played trumpet in in marching bands. And then when I got to high school, I was the the ass, assistant drum major and then drum major. So we I would conduct the band. Do you have to like shows. run for that position? How does you, how does yeah, one? I had get... to try out for it. I had to like practice my mace skills and my conducting and like. And didn't they, and didn't and they tell stuff. you like straight up like you're too fat? Yeah, no. So, so, <laughs> so my band director, who is I'm still friends with to this day, because he's incredibly Stu. Can- no, it's not Stu, unfortunately. <laughs> Stu was in band. Stu was uh, the uh, the head of the drum line. Uh, my band director really wanted me to play trumpet because I was one of the best trumpet players that we had on the line. But I was like, I want to be a leader. Like, I want to get experience leading this group. I thought it would be really fun, and it was. But he was so fucking dissuasive about it. Like, he was just like, I'm not going to give you any encouragement i don't want you to do this he wanted this other because it wasn't that hard of a fucking job to like conduct the band right it was kind of you just needed someone there that would keep tempo and realistically the tempo comes from the drums you just watch his feet the entire time and you just give the rest of the band the drums reason being is because people over here and over here sound travels slowly compared to light and so they if someone over there was following you they would they would sound like they were off but in reality it would hit the audience at the same time um but I wanted that job because I was really good friends. Like, And here's what it goes back to. My brother was really good friends with the drum major at the time. We used to party together. And I was uh. like, I want to be like that guy. And so when I got to high school, he mentored me into the role. And I got it. And my band director was like, because I was overweight too. My band director was like, literally pulled me aside and was like, in the history. And I'm like, this is super inappropriate I, already. I can tell. And he was like, in the history of this band, we have never had a fat drum major. Aww. Like you can't like. 
you can't, you have like, to do something about it. So you're saying this. I'm the first? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making history. <laughs> I don't know if you phrased it like that, but it was something like, in my brain, that's what I heard. And he was like, you, like, we're not remaking the drum major outfit. There's just one. We'll tailor it to you, but you have to be able to fit into it. And I was like, fuck. Did you have a montage to fit I into it? I had a montage. That's when I started shadow boxing. And I start, I would spend every night in the summer shadow boxing for like 30 minutes, my front lawn shirtless. Why shirtless? So that everyone could see my shame. This um, is a true story. He did this. True story. He, he shadow boxed. intentionally. Uh, I did. And then I would literally open up the fridge and I would look in and I would see something that I wanted to eat and I would shake my head at it and I would just close it. And I lost like 20 pounds. And my band director was like, great, you lost weight. Also, we're getting new uniforms this year. So go get fitted for your new uniform. And I'm like, uh. you mother. Motherfucker. Yeah, but motherfucker, he you gave you a me. gift. He changed his life. He did. Yeah. Actually, that, that that set me on the path to then be really overweight in college. Oh. So thanks, band director from that time, who's probably still the band director there now, and I'm just totally blowing him up because I know there's kids that go to that high school that listen to this. Um, anyway, he's a really great guy. He was just was doesn't, trying to encourage me in his best like way. It. Kids who go to high school and listen to this that to Nick's school, please dig out old yearbooks and send me all the candids from Oh, I have all of them. Well, I know you do, but they're down... In, are they here? Are they? I'm in like pictures around the band room if it's still the same band room. Please, God, anyone listening, if you're in the documents this. Look, uh, I would have been drum major in 98, 97, and then I was just uh, I was playing trumpet in 96, 95. So if they still have those pictures up from that, that was like 20 years ago. There's no way they still, they're still hanging there. But if, they, if they're somewhere in the back room, take snap a pic for me. I'd love to see all the old people. That'd be fun. Anyway, so my hidden talent is I can still do all of that. And yeah. I do it for my, sis- my, my, uh, my wife and her sister when they're drunk. Because they think it's the funniest fucking thing, and they like wait, 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 wait. When he you cobbles say you together 120 people, <laughs> they go out to a field. Well, you just you do this thing. <laughs> no, I'll do. Um, so that was one aspect of it. But what I used to do uh, also was was called parade band, and that's when you see, you th- that's what you typically think of a marching band. Which like you're on a parade route. You know the Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm, like there's a mm-hmm, bop, bop, mm-hmm. you know the do a twist and shout. You're just marching in ranks in columns down a street playing a song. And so that's when the drum major actually, it was a little harder of a job because you had to start off at the right tempo. You would start the band off and then they would watch the mace as it went up and down. Yeah. That's how they got their tempo. Okay. And you, so you basically just walk straight. But you had a routine that you would do. Did you, and twirl, did you have flippity-dippity oh, shit? I'd throw it up in the air, catch it behind me, come bring it back here, <sighs> and then you stop, and then you bring the whistle up, come down, and you would you would tweet a, a succession of tweets, like actual you tweets, still like do physical that. whistles that you would do. <laughs> if um, any of our listeners are time travelers, please go and record this. <laughs> oh, there's, there's footage of it somewhere. I can, I can reach out to my old band director. I'm sure he's got some footage yes. somewhere. But, yes, um, a thousand times yes. But so, but what we used to do was used to do what's called a glide step. And so you would the, the band would be judged on musicality, obviously, like you know the, the judges would have the score in front of them, so they would, and most of them need the marches anyway. But so they would judge you based on how well you play the music, but they would also judge you how, how on how well you stayed in rank and form, mm. rank and file, excuse me, and also how little your head would bob. Uh. And so you had to master something called the glide step, which is you go heel and roll your foot so that your your plumes, all the plumes just stayed like directly. Yes. Exactly. So I can still do that to this day. Gl- and my you wife just glide through the world. It's the funniest. And that's why I have big calves, by the way, because you got everyone had like these gigantic, like Hulk-sized calves from it, because you would just it would be just a calf workout constantly. And then like there would always be the one kid that didn't hydrate correctly, and so like midway cramp. through the bars, you would cramp up, and <laughs> oh, you'd no! see him, like, and they would point him out, or you'd see him on the field show, and then my band director would be like, "Who the fuck is that right there?" And like you know, third flute over, and he goes, "It's me." He's like, "Drink more water, you fucking idiot." <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Doesn't mean you're in fucking care. Oh my god. So anyway, Jeff, what, what, what are you? What are your hidden talents? Uh, you know, it's what's really weird is I think all I am as a collection of hidden talents. I, I, I honestly, all those things I listed off to you, like, can't you do this? There's like a 
summer when I just decided I wanted to collect those abilities. I can spin a basketball on my finger. I'm really good at yo-yo. I can uh, juggle. You're still good at yo-yo. I mean, I'm all right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to walk the dog. Yeah. I'm not like, yeah, I'm not amazing at yo-yo, but yeah. I'm, I'm like capable of doing half of that shit. I, here's one I can demonstrate for you right now. <clears throat> I'll do my glide step. If you, if you yeah? demonstrate one for us all right. right now. Yeah. Um, I can, I can do a, a pretty awesome Donald duck. What do you want me to say? Oh, wow. Fuck yes. I can say anything you want. That is amazing. How long did it take you to master that? Um, I don't know. It was about uh, a few months of trying. <laughs> Holy shit. It is spot on. It works, for the, on. works for the audio audience as well. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, they like that one. Now great. glide, step Here it is. <laughs> Fucking do it. Kevin, do we need to reset the cameras? <laughs> okay. Oh my god. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful it was a beautiful I can't remember how to do that. Look at that. There's no movement at all. There's no movement. You could you could hang a photo on yeah. that. Wow. On that that's so level. <laughs> Very, Very nice, Nick. Very yeah. nice. Hurts your back? It throws yeah, your back? Yeah. Kevin's hidden talent, I've said this before, but it is his ability to swim. That's no joke. That yeah. motherfucker, put him in water, and he just... Boy, it makes dolphin. no... He is. And mm. I'm like, imagine that like a dolphin. It doesn't make sense. Or imagine <laughs> like a sea cow. Like a manatee, yeah. That's no, where he's hiding it. It's hidden. It's beautiful. In, in that form. It's yeah. fucking beautiful. <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to uh, our friend Brennan, who oh, yeah. at your bachelor party, all of a sudden... Put on Dirty Pop by NSYNC and was just kind of like fucking chilling for a bit. And then once it got to the dance break, he stands up and he just fuck every single step. He nailed it. I'm yeah. like, he, he looked better than Joey Fatone did. Well, in, in a lot looked better than Joey. Oh, yeah, right. Like, leave Joey really alone. He really Joey. did. Joey Fatone was a 74-year-old man in that band. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I was, I was very impressed by that. I would say that was one of the cooler hidden talents I've ever seen. But you spent that summer, you know, gaining a bunch I mean, of hidden talents. I think that's what my hidden talent is. I'm so good at not being able to do pretty much anything <laughs> that requires doing. Well, yeah. the question like I got Kevin to do things for me. The question becomes as you are the youngest among us and you were raised a bit differently because uh -huh. of that. Do you think the kind of I'm going to do a summer where I learn yo-yo and all these other weird things and juggling is that something that's fading away for kids because now they're on their phones or on YouTube and I'm not saying like oh these damn kids but I remember when I had a yo-yo and I was never good at it but when I was like like you go to a flea market with your parents or some fair and you get this shitty ass wooden yo-yo like yeah. man this sucks but nothing else to do I'm in the car with them right. I got nothing yeah. else so to do that you know you're sparking something in me so I think it's just different nowadays like we have different skill sets that like you guys don't necessarily have because I grew up bored and figuring out other things there's no one in the world better than me than stalking people on the internet oh, yeah. like yeah, I, will I don't fucking, know how to do that i will get to the bottom you go dark net of, almost yeah like you go yeah. like sometimes i remember I, sometimes i go a little in you know oh, just yeah, like oh, you yeah. never want to go too deep you need to still it's like i need the snorkel up at least you're you still your, talking about <laughs> your morality yeah. i think i don't know i think tim's talking about losing a soul I, i'll never forget we were designing the logo for kind of funny and what mm -hmm. was happening around that time span and how that was just a moment in time for you, like in your life. Yeah. Do you remember you know what I'm talking about? I do. Let's not get into that. Right. But but yeah, anyway, there's like there's super a, internet stalking. There's, there's a lot <laughs> of times where it's yeah. like, you know, 
and it's not even necessarily stalking for like weird reasons. It's like just stalking for like trying to get Can information. Can I do it? Where, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Like, just a nice stalking. Yeah. Just a reverse lookup of a phone number turns to being out some somebody's house. Or in yeah, bushes, exactly. You know, it's like, do I, I mean, I've already gone this far. Do I bury the body now or do I burn it? I don't know. What's wrong, Kevin? Why is that? Can we can't make a joke about murder? This man is the champion, Kevin. Show some respect. I like that you're on my side now. Well, I thought originally when we started this gimmick that it was going to be, it was us making fun of Tim. Because Tim loves Nintendo more than anybody. He can't, he's a fucking joke of a champion. My favorite thing I, I that, though, is your Tim WWE style thing where like now, like back in the day, they made the fucking horrible decisions of giving John Cena the spinner belt and like every time there's a new champion, Rocks, their Bramble, own Bill, Bill, yeah. full I think belt. That, I think that's really cool that they always let them design their own belt. But then the problem is then they'd get like someone else would have the belt and then all of a sudden it's someone else with the spinner belt and like mm. they're not going to hold the championship that long. So it's like, oh, you're saying it, gets, it was a spoiler? Yeah, it just gets kind of, yeah, it kind of <laughs> ruined everything. I like so the, now what they do is they have the, the belt but then they have these like plates yeah, that you cool. put in on the that's sides cool, right. that say their name or have their logo or whatever. Oh, I cool. like that you kind of did that with yeah, your, I'm pretty sure they also Thanks. used to have to uh, pay for their own pay for the pay for the change in the belt themselves. Yeah. I, that's why I heard that one time. I, I, I liked it when the, the unified the, it was what the belt is because then it was something that was cool when it went around. It was on different people when Stone Cold started getting belts and Rock started getting belts. Like, but they also they, you know they had to they had responsibility of the care of that oh, yeah. belt yeah, yeah. and the dudes like left them at the at airports and stuff yeah. and there's like all these stories. Well, yeah, yeah. There, there's the story of like Mark Henry losing the European title to the Rock in a, like a, a NCAA football match yeah, or whatever yeah. on PS2. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show each and every week. Four, sometimes five. Best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can toss us a few bucks and get every episode early along with a bunch of exclusive perks and goodies and bonus episodes and whatnots. If you have no money to toss though, head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny where I put up the entire show topic by topic day by day until it goes up as one big video and MP3. Jeff Kanata. Thank you so much for coming by. Hey, it's my pleasure. Real fun, real fun, guys. Get to know you guys a little better. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. You're welcome here anytime. You're a lovely guest. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Everyone should go check out We Have Concerns, DLC, all your shows. Yep. You, you check out your Patreon page, patreon.com slash We Have Concerns. Yeah, and I'm launching um, something. Well, it's already happened by the time you've seen this. So yeah, I'll okay. even say that. What, yeah. what, what, what did you launch? Uh, a new uh, daily audio thing on the Anchor app. It's oh, cool. Anchor Radio. So you should check that out. All I'm right. there. All right. Thank yeah. you so much for coming by, buddy. My pleasure. Until Thank next you, time. It's been our pleasure to serve you. What's up, brother? Subscribe to us over here on YouTube. Go to Patreon over here. Uh, watch other videos over here. Go to the Kind of Funny Games channel over there. Kevin said I only had 20 seconds. I th uh, 20 minutes I could have filled really easy, too. But you should click on all those things because we love you and you love us, maybe, kind of, sort of.